0: The EuroLegions podcast is brought to you in part by the generosity of our wonderful Patreon
1: supporters. Visit Patreon.com forward slash The EuroLegions Podcast for bonus
2: episodes, behind-the-scenes content, merchandise, and more. Now, let's get to this week's show.
3: My wallet is sobbing. I can hear it. I can hear it in the hall now. It is breaking down, crying.
0: Turns out that Attila, the arrogant so-and-so, he's got a fake hammer.
1: Oh,
4: a fake? Yeah. Whoa. As I say, dick.
0: Okay, welcome to the Your Allegiance podcast. This is another trip on the road to Allegiance Con, 2023. And today we have a couple more special guests. And kicking us off tonight, we have two of the stand-up customizers and uh, 3D parts provider in the community. We have Len LaGuardia and we have Patrick Boyle. Welcome, gents. Thanks for joining us.
5: Thanks for having us.
0: No problems. Our pleasure. Thanks Thanks. for making the time. Um, Yeah, so uh, how are you guys doing?
5: Well, well. uh, Recovering from uh, RetroCon, getting into the swing of things for RegentsCon.
0: Brilliant. So have you many customs left to do, Patrick?
5: Uh, I have a few more to do. <laughs> I <laughs> hope to get ready. But
3: I was going to say, did you manage to avoid catching uh, COVID as well, Pat? Because I know I did. Joe, I
5: did avoid it. Yeah. Joe yeah, Matipola
3: went down with it, didn't he? So that's good.
5: <laughs> that's the first I heard of it. So yeah, I'm good. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Excellent. And, uh, you boys are back from uh, RetroCon recently. You're, uh, that was the kind of test run i guess for legions con yeah (laughs) the most recent one at least
1: it it really was
0: Uh, was that your first time running a street team uh len
1: yes absolutely not my first time doing retrocon but my first time doing it as a street team and um just really um being a street team anywhere and it was it was amazing it was like the opportunity of a lifetime and i can't tell you how cool it was to be able to sell those figures like to everyone and just have like, you know, be be the center of that hubbub because there is um it's something I've wanted to always do since even before like uh Wolf King was a thing, was to sell those figures because it's something I enjoy, like putting something new into someone's hands that they've never seen before. And you know, RetroCon's a really great show, but it's not a Legion centric show. There's not a there's a moderate we've built a moderate audience for it but it's not like um i would say maybe what like patrick what do you think like 10 percent of the people there knew what legions were well maybe more maybe about 15
5: I'd say uh a lot more knew about it when they left
1: yeah that's for sure
0: and um yeah i guess it was a bit easier for the horsemen as well then that uh you're local to them so you could just pull up in your in your car or van or whatever and uh pick up the product before hitting on your way. I didn't yeah, have to do any yeah. shipping. But
1: there were some logistical, you know, things to figure out, but luckily I was uh, able to bring more product than what a normal street team would really have because we were I was able to um, physically go there and, and get it. And that really did make a difference. So it was fun. We had a, Joe pack this up an enormous assortment. So it was a very, it was very assorted um, cases. It wasn't where it, like, we i kind of jeremy and i and joe kind of handpicked what we were going to bring based on like the audience and um we did bring a lot of cosmic um obviously but we also got a lot of mixed cases of a lot of different figures so it was really neat because it was a really it was a really robust cross section of, of of figures represented now i don't know if that just was maybe confused some people but i think everyone seemed to get it and they were like really Appreciative that there was a big mix there, yeah, for sure, um Joe was telling us when we talked to him recently that
0: they especially for the slightly older figures that they have less of he he puts a lot of thought into uh what to bring to certain shows and you know bring a certain amount of good and bad guys and kind of have you know not just have a bunch of good guys and kind of leave the bad guys or vice
1: versa, so yeah, Joe puts a ton of thought into it. I get a little lost when I hear listen to his theories <laughs> of it sometimes, but. Um, you know, yeah, he it's a, it, we like we had a really nice assortment of two point figures of the older figures. Um, I think he did that for Patrick because he he knows Patrick loves two point <laughs> so he he made sure oh, we yeah. had uh who do we have who did we have there that was not seen often Pat two point
5: uh, well, Fallon Frostbow, uh, Elf Ranger, Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn, yeah, Gwendolyn, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't see Gwendolyn at all, I mean.
1: yeah,
0: those are ones that have gone up a bit on the secondary
1: the lady orc builder, right? The the female orc builder. Um, Yeah, he really packed. He gave us a nice assortment of different figures. It was fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. And how did sales go? Good. I mean, definitely considering, like I said, that the market is not like a heavy legions known market. Um, Like in the northeast of the US, there's shows that the horsemen have been doing for years, and they become very known for having them there so the following's a lot so toy con new jersey um ZoloCon, con which is also towards philadelphia there are shows that are known shows that they've done for years and years i mean since probably like 2017 probably and um they have a huge following so retro con they did last year and this was only the second year and um it, it was good though I, the sales were really good that's cool that's cool it was odd because it wasn't that normal morning it, there was a bit of the morning rush that you see uh the hardcore fans lining up at the door but there were a lot of sales that happened throughout the day that were like people that weren't super familiar with the line so that's to me that's a lot of fun because it shows a lot of growth
0: yeah absolutely yeah i think uh the core tend to go to the the well-known stuff and it's, i guess if you're over there, you see the same guys in the queue regularly. Right. Actually, those uh, those guys that queue overnight are from very early in the
1: morning, shall we say. Yeah, and, and they were there. They were definitely there. And we love them, and they had a Absolutely. good time. <laughs> they're the core, there, you know. <laughs> there were a bunch of guys that we were doing raffles through the day. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, If you, anytime you bought something, you got a raffle ticket. And uh, every hour on the hour, we were doing a raffle giveaway. And there were guys that were there in the morning in line and they stayed for every raffle. Wow. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) I I, I was hoping that's what would happen because I wanted people to come back to the booth and see what else we put out through the day. And it was fun. People loved it. They came back. We gave away some great figures, but there were, there was a bunch of them that they stayed (laughs) until the bitter end. I was like, wow, you're really devoted. But the one guy, he was the guy that was first in line both days. He how many pat? How many raffles did he win? Like four? four.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What kind of stuff was in the raffle prizes then?
1: Figures. Oh, cool. Yeah, we did. Um, started out with like say like a heads pack or some type of builder. I know we did a slog at one point in like the busier point of the day, and then and then I was doing some. uh you know your choice like uh pick your pick pick any figure on the table that's a builder or a or a regular like no no slogs like and then the final one we did that we i we let we let someone we let the winner pick anything they wanted at the table he he chose a slog okay cool yeah Yeah, i mean it makes
0: sense uh because i I guess the more rare ones were probably gone at that stage were they
1: oh yeah definitely yeah we had um who did we have left pat we had um
5: i packed up Uh, some And Uh, malleus dorina and kordak Dragool. i
1: can't remember his name Dragool. Yeah. yeah there were there were a bunch of Dragools left which i was surprised with but again like you know a lot of people that came later just they didn't know they're not there for like the values they wanted to get into new figures there were a lot of people that this was their first time they saw Cosmic. They came there for that reason, to see it, and they left with, like, almost a complete wave. You know, or, like, yeah. just shy of it. Yeah, it's the new
0: shiny thing. Yeah, but yeah, Dragool, you can do your Grey Hordak with your Xenathon. So, that, that would have been
1: two good ones to get together. Oh, that's a good idea. Xenathon yeah. sold out fast. We had them on yes, display. We had him on display, and that he's made a ton. A huge he, he's a heavy
0: figure. He's—I think he's—I weighed him uh, when I got him. He's double the weight of a normal figure. Yeah, he <laughs> is. whatever normal figure weighs, he's he was double because of the wings and, and whatever all the other bits you get with him. Chunky boy, and yeah, regular he's price. Gr- he's a good value too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, if you're a customizer,
1: you should be picking up lots of him. That's for sure. Yeah, and I think people are catching on because we sold out of him pretty early. Yeah,
0: yeah. And how about the 3D part side of it? Then did you did you do what you do at uh, Zolocon, where you're trying to kind of, yep, uh, uh, bring I people a- along with that? Yeah, yep. I guess so you were I, you were spearing up that Patrick, yeah. He,
5: I I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh well, yeah, we had a lot of uh, people come by that knew about Wolf King, but there was those others that were discovering it for the first time. So I it was fun showing them, hey. There's these cosmic or this mythic. A lot lot of times I use the furious four figures because just about any head goes on those furious four figures. And I would show them with painted, some unpainted, what they could do with the figure. I was also pulling apart a dwarf all weekend long.
0: (laughs) Whoa, (laughs) your fingers are are blistered after all that. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah at least, oh, at least you're not trying to pull apart a 2.0 figure because that's a that's a tough yeah, job that, that, would have
1: been, that would have been
5: way too tough
1: <laughs> yeah that's you definitely need... that's something we like to do and when we do these shows next to the horseman is uh we just we all like sit with a figure in our hands so when people come up you can literally be like click 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 and when they see that they're like whoa okay yeah so it's pretty neat and by the time it, he gets warmed up, the more you do it. So
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I suppose the, these con floors can be quite warm in the end of the day. But, yeah, but uh, yeah, that was something. I, like I knew about the glios kind of concept when I got into legions because I'd heard them talk about it, and the fact that they didn't go with it. But then I never twigged that they were still kind of modular and, and breaking apart for for a good while until I started, and I think this was the end of the old message board days uh, before the Facebook uh, the cabal. And uh, yeah, then I seen people pulling them apart and I think Jeremy must have been posting some stuff in there and I was like, oh, you can do that because I'd had like Motu Classics and all these and it's not the same. Like They're pretty, you know, pretty much together. You know, you can't really take them apart without a, a bit of equipment and yeah. you're not going to get yeah. them back. You're not going to get, you know, you're you're devaluing mm-hmm. your figure once you do that to them. Whereas with these. You can take them apart into every piece, put them back together and put it back in the box and nobody will know any different, to be honest.
1: Yeah. When when I was a kid, I had um, the, the Motu, the old ones, the old Masters of the Universe, and they had a little bit of that, right? You can swap around like their gear, their arms, you could pop their arms off. But I also, when I had G.I. Joe or Action Force, as you guys might have remembered, they, um, I, mine were Frankenstein. I mean, like <laughs> I had the Phillips screwdriver that I stole from my dad's shop and like every one of them, like I would take apart. And, and now, and it's funny because my mom found them about a year ago when she was like cleaning out the basement and she gave them all back to me and they're all like <laughs> totally wrong. And I'm like, oh man, these are all, it was funny.
0: Yeah, yeah, so you couldn't exactly uh you couldn't exactly just pop them up on eBay like that if you wanted to, for example. Yeah, But yeah, Rich, you got a, a lot of G.I. Joe from your parents' house, didn't you, at some stage recently?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's um it was my favourite toy line as a kid, so I've still got about eighty figures or so. Wow. Um pretty much intact. There's a couple that are missing weapons, but I was one of those kids that didn't pull things apart. I kept them very carefully. She had spreadsheets back then. I finished then? playing with them. I didn't have a spreadsheet, unfortunately. We didn't have computers in those days, John. True. It was like, you, know, True. Chalkboards. you are old. You are old. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anything else to come out of RetroCon that was interesting? You also had Jesse and Anthony there, didn't you?
1: Yep. Anthony been was. Nice the, to... he, he had his own booth, but it was like really integrated with yeah. ours um, for Toy Forge. And uh, Jesse was running the show with Patrick. So okay. Patrick and Jesse totally ran everything Wolf King. Like I wow. really didn't do anything the whole weekend with it. <laughs> I didn't have to set it up. I didn't I mean so they you enjoyed
0: yourself for once. Yeah,
1: yeah, well <laughs> Yeah.
5: I couldn't have done it without Jesse.
1: He's a good lad, Jesse. Like yeah, him. he is. He is. They yeah. they both did a wonderful job. I couldn't have asked for a better team. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And did you have Nate there as well, Nate Armstrong?
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he I... he had to leave Sunday because he had to work. But okay. he was there on uh Saturday and and Friday night with us.
0: Yeah, I remember meeting him as part of your booth last year. Um, yep. I've mentioned it before in the show, you you uh, gave me a shelf in your booth, which was amazing. And uh, then got to interact with a couple of those guys. And uh, there was another moment where you go, wow, this is just really cool to be among these nice people. You know, <laughs> you know? nobody yeah. was, everyone was like, can I help? Can I do this? It, there was no kind of, you know, what are you doing here? Who's this guy? You know, it was uh, really the opposite.
1: So I love that. Yeah, i i couldn't I couldn't pull off those big displays without help, that's for sure. It's it, it even with the help, it's time consuming to get. The, you've seen it, John. Like to get that yeah. all set up, oh yeah, down, yeah. That's and, like, I mean, and then you have the table got, rental company chasing you out the door. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's for tough sure. to do. But um,
0: I couldn't do it here. Never mind if I had to go over to the states and bring all that stuff on a plane or something. But uh, I couldn't even do it if it was down the street here. It's pretty yeah, big. It's a lot of work.
1: I I can't do it without my buddies. I can't. Patrick's like the ace, and he gets to play around posing figures.
0: You know, it's a bit of a oh, yes. it's a bit of a nice circle, then. You know, you you help everyone out in the community, and they come together and help you at cons. So, I think that's how it works. That's how yeah. uh, everyone kind of lifts everyone else up, isn't
1: it? Uh, exactly.
0: That's that's my philosophy, John. That's for sure. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we talk about it all the time, and you're, I think, a big example of that. You know, kind of you you make everyone better or you kind of bring everyone up and, you know, that just makes it bigger and better for everybody rather than, you know, kind of trying to be elitist and uh, pushing people out because then there'll just be nothing left, you know? Exactly, yeah. You'll be the winner, but you'll be the winner of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And, uh, yeah, you, I guess you don't see Anthony and Jesse that much in person because they're in Philly, is that right? You kind of only see them at these cons or...
1: Yeah, yeah. Jesse's actually, like... He's like more north of us, uh, but still in Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania's a huge state, massive state, and um, he's he's about we're we're all around an hour to hour and a half away, but in the northeast here, like um the that hour that drive is about the worst driving you can ever do. <laughs> I would I would rather drive like a half an hour or or I would I would rather drive for the full two hours into some directions than a half hour in another direction. Wow. Because like some oh, wow. it's especially when you start going up into North New Jersey, like towards New York city, that's not my, uh...
0: Oh, that's traffic central, I guess. Would yeah. Would it be highways and or would it be smaller roads or.
1: It, it would be all highways. But when I go down towards Philly, right? Like Retrocon, it's small roads the whole way. It's like little country roads and it's, it's almost two hours, but I'd rather do that any day. Yeah. Than drive, like some spots up North. So yeah, we don't see each other on the regular. Basically, back to back to your question. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no worries. It's,
0: we're we're very fond of tangents here, so we we're happy with that.
3: First up, and I'm hesitant to ask this after the answers we've had so far, <laughs> but Len, what is your favorite faction?
1: I'm gonna go with my original that it's been since day one. I've kind of suede but i would say zelona's flock i've always that was like the first one that i really pulled me in and it was the first one i completed as far as like having all the figures and had them going back to the originals and it was the focus but then you move like then you're like well now i need the vampires too so next thing you know you're getting all them and that you know how it goes but i yeah i definitely have to say zelona's flock is still still one of my favorites yeah,
3: Zylona's Flock is excellent. I need lots of those for my vampires to eat. So that's always a reason to get
1: quite a few of them. That's a good reason. That's why I got so many vampires. And then I started to love the vampires. I really started to appreciate them. And they and at the time, they were smaller because it was pre olithia So it was a smaller faction to complete, like it was easier to do. And then once you're caught up, it's okay, because then they're coming out and you get them. But yeah, that was the second one that I went after because it seemed to make sense going hand in hand with each other. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And what about you, Pat? What's your favourite mythic faction?
5: Uh, Sons of the Red Star.
3: Excellent. That's a good
5: one. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, I, I love mercenaries, uh, cutthroats. So, and it's led by a skeleton, and I love skeletons. Perfect. Perfect faction.
0: Yeah, I could see a lot of your customs fitting into that faction, to be honest.
5: It's a very easy faction to fit them in.
3: <laughs> and what about in terms of figures themselves then, Pat? So what, what would you say is your favourite Mythic Legions figure?
5: Uh, the, the figure that uh, had me jump into the line, uh, Tibius. When I first saw him, uh, this was before he actually got changed with the uh, war paint and cape. The slim down skeleton look for him gave me that Harryhausen vibe. And I just had to have him, and I jumped in headfirst during the first Kickstarter because of him.
0: Just, just related to that, how are you feeling about Necronominus then, with the with oh, the Maxillus, I, I, the Harvester and the Tuperculi? I mean, you're going to have bags of bones there.
5: I, I <laughs> got to see them in person at PCon last year, and I literally was crying tears of joy upon seeing the Terpiculi and Maxilius. I, I was just completely blown away by it in person, and I can't wait to have them in my hand. And I know I didn't get enough, so I'll have to get more.
0: <laughs> yeah, none of us did. Even Len is a retailer now, and even he didn't get enough. No, I
1: didn't. <laughs> I, I really don't think I did. No. <laughs> it's it's funny how there's figures like that that just like jump out especially after the wave lands like with not to go back but like you said it's the shiny new toy but with the cosmic um thygar in the spacesuit was one that i think we knew was cool but we i don't think anyone thought it was as cool as it is until you got it in hand and now it's like the hottest seller i think right now of that yeah, wave it's, and it's i pretty. wouldn't have thought that it before a year before it came out
0: Yeah, it's a very good one for customs as well. I mean, the only off-putter is it's a deluxe, so it's a little bit more expensive. But yeah. um, So if you're, you know, if you want to stock up for customs or whatever. But yeah, if you were on the fence about maybe completing the wave, I'm sure a lot of people have gone, I don't need two Tigers. I'll get one. And then they see that they get the other one and then they see him in person and go, oh.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, you're dead on, John, because unfortunately, and now I'm only speaking myself. Uh, yeah. The other one, the bare chested one, is the slower one. Like, oh, really? a, Of all the wave, like I'm not. He's not really. He's awesome. He's great. But I think, like you said, a lot of people made that choice to do yeah. one of the heroes. You know, one of one of him.
0: Yeah, I got a good few of him uh, for customs. The the bare chested. Yeah, I was going that's
1: interesting
4: because you'd think that the mythic crowd who weren't that into cosmic could see the potential in that one that they can turn it into a a mythics creature of some sort more than obviously anything else in the cosmic line really it's that's a bit surprised by that
1: yeah sometimes though i think you're just one really cool picture away of like inspiring people to go crazy for it so yep. you know someone will come up with some amazing thing to do with it and then all of a sudden it'll be like gone you know from everywhere
0: okay i need to get on to that custom now <laughs> get on it John. Try, please. try and be that guy try and try and help you with your inventory len. Yeah.
3: <laughs> right paints out in
1: the so morning what about you then len in terms of favorite mythic figure well again you know i can't just like spout it out i have to go on about it um the f- my favorite it's good because
0: it's a podcast and so we need <laughs> we need you yeah. to go on about it
1: as long as you just got one as opposed to miles 15 then that's fine yeah no i'm i'm not going to go that far um night elf ranger was like my first love like that was the first figure i got and it really is what sucked me in because it there's it was just cool like it's a cool figure cool colors but then i moved on to scapular is my favorite of the all of them Uh, and he resides like in my living room on the like tv shelf like in a cool place because we don't have i don't have like toys in my living room not that my wife doesn't allow that i'm not going to say that because she's really cool but i i don't like i don't have toys in the room but but he he gets to live there Oh, that's cool that's cool yeah yeah now my,
3: my wife's really cool about it too but if i tried to display a figure in the living room she'd kill me <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah
1: that's kind of how mine is like i don't she's cool like she'll get she'll let me have hint like one or two or if i rotate some things but yeah i'm not i can't have like a detolf in the living room no
0: <laughs> i'm I, I think a lot of us are getting the you know that we're getting to put father christmas and krampus and you know, a few of those figures out at certain times of the year. Headless Horseman now might get a, a run out for Halloween in a lot of
3: houses, I guess. So, uh, at least same. we're getting that. Yeah,
0: yeah same.
6: Yeah.
3: I get yeah. to do that too. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I have to admit, I sold my scapular a little while back on the oh. hope and assumption. It was on the hope and assumption that there'd be a 2.0 version of him in this year's G-Con, so oh. it'll either be a genius move or an idiot move. We'll find out in a few weeks. <laughs> maybe i hope because i don't have him at all so uh
0: I'm, I'm hoping to get a 2.0 of him at some stage
3: uh,
1: yeah i love i loved him a lot more when i realized that he was I, sh- I shouldn't say this but he's like an unofficial tribute to the old ljn dungeon and dragon they have the static non like what, what do they call those they were just hard plastic or like a rubbery plastic they weren't articulated they weren't i don't know if they're really figures but I had those when I was a kid and I found my old ones one day and I was like, this looks like scapular, like a lot. And I talked to someone and they're like, yeah, that was like kind of the inspiration for it. And I was like, oh, well, that's even cooler cool. then. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> there you go.
0: Learn something new every day.
1: There were, the LJN back in the eighties, they put out um like a D and D line that were non-articulated, like almost like rubber statues. Like you could throw them against the wall. And there was a whole lot of different creatures and things with them. There were some like archers, and there was um, them, the skeletons. Do you remember those, Pat? You you have better memory. For, me
5: for I, I do. In fact, I have. Uh, I still have my uh, odious ogre from that line. There's a big uh, orange ogre. Kind of oh, I had that too. He had book. the club. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember as a still kid wanted. being
1: frustrated because they didn't articulate though.
5: Yeah. But it didn't stop me from having him battle my He-Man.
3: And what about Cosmic then, Len? What's, what's caught your eye, as it were, in Cosmic so far? For what's out already? You, well, anything really. Even the stuff that's not come out yet. If you had to pick a favorite, what do you think it would
1: be? I think that... Um, I think I really like... Um, Vorga? Vorga? Or Varga? Varga? Is it Varga or Vorga? We were just having this conversation. Vorga. Yeah, Vorga. I yeah. really like warga a lot i i find myself pulling that off the shelf and tinkering with her a lot i really maybe because it it has a little more mythic feel to it It, it's like that old pair of sneakers trainers jumpers that feel good you know she's
0: got pauldrons which is uh yeah i think she's the only one in the wave with them
1: yeah i think she is um i really just enjoy that figure um i like them all and i'm not just saying that i really think they're all great slogs amazing Yeah. yeah Um, just because of the engineering and, and the fact that they made such a creature, like such a figure, you know, it's it really takes you. Um, I really like all of them. I can't wait for the gray aliens to come out. Like, that's the ones that I really just can't wait for because I've always been into that. I love the little gray aliens. I think they're awesome. And I can't yeah. wait for for that to come out. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, those
3: grays are going to be great. Absolutely. What about you, Pat? What's what's your favorite cosmic that's been shown
5: so far? Uh, shown probably uh, Kern Ray. I think that's her name. The up now for the yeah mm-hmm. the new latest wave. I love the look and feel of her, plus as just a character in and of herself, and. She's got so much going on with her that is fantastic for customizing. So I think she's like the perfect figure in my eyes to come out in any wave since Coliseum. Wow! Wow!
0: That's a big uh... yeah. That's some big talk right there. Yeah, it is.
3: <laughs> she, she's very popular as well. Though. She's right up there. And, and
0: as we speak on the, we're speaking uh, on the final day of the pre-order. It won't be the final day of the pre-order when, when you're listening to this, but uh, uh, yeah, and I'm uh, really trying hard not to just order 10 of her. <laughs> before it closes (laughs) i got my all in i got my all in and i'm like okay you know i have a lot invested at the moment i i probably should wait for the retailers now and pick up my extras when the retailers and also support the retailers which especially this side of the world is important because i want them to keep being the retailers um but it is also tempting she's so cool and she's got so many cool parts and for that price it's just a steal and put another all in in my
4: cart, and <laughs> thought about it hard. But <laughs> I'll have to, I think again, want to support the retailers a bit on this side, so yeah. I'll probably uh, wait
1: till they're there. Yeah, now, and I mean, how are you guys making out over there with the retailer network? Is it getting better? Definitely, my
0: side. There's only one in the UK, so sorry, Mal, jumping in on you there. But uh, so that's but at least I have one, and it's a good one but in europe uh, mainland europe and european union there's a good few there's about three or four in germany there's one in netherlands oh, I think there's one in france now and sweden and finland i think have one so there's there's choice there's good choice and uh, and they're good as well like they're 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 not these kind of you know guys that pop up and 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 just have a shop these are well known collectibles places and on, mostly online shops obviously um great though yeah and the prices are good they're pretty much the equivalent of the dollar amount that that you pay for the retailers so yeah i'd never order from big bad or 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 anything now because uh, i can get it for the same price of of a retailer here and if you order over 100 or 200 and a lot of them you'll get a free shipping so oh that's
1: great that's great so you're glad to hear that it's gotten better
0: the equivalent of 50 dollars for a standard figure off a retailer which it still makes more sense to buy it direct off the horseman if you want to get loads so an all-in is still better and also the attraction of the all-in is of course that you get the figures in the hype period when everyone's getting them and it's exciting and you're right. one of the great people that <laughs> have them um but yeah if you're getting extras for customs unless you're getting like big like your all-in quantities for, for you know again for figures it's better just to wait and also, as I say, I want the these people to to do well. But I also see, like uh, you know, some of the retailers are already pre sold out of a good few uh, of the Cosmic Wave uh, two and three. Maybe not three, but definitely Wave two. I know Novi and Lean is very hard now to get off any retailer. Maybe he'll pop up when they're in stock again. Yeah, like when they come in stock. But uh, yeah, they and Wave one Cosmic is. I'd say half of it is sold out locally now. So that's good. I think that's a nice cadence to things, you know, because uh, yeah. you don't want them just. I remember there was, a, I think when they had one the first kind of wave was Wasteland that kind of popped up at retailers a lot here. And a few of them stuck around a long time. And then I think a lot of retailers didn't go in for the next wave or two. After the, after that, including here, which was a mistake on their part, you know, <laughs> you know, right, because yeah. that would have definitely sold well. Um, but yeah, they're just looking at it from a number, I guess, a numbers point of view, and just uh, you know, obviously there's also the getting to know the system with the horsemen in terms of you know, pre-order timelines and all that. But I feel like now people are comfortable with it over here in terms of the retail. So. I think it's good. Yeah, I, I don't think we can compl- complain. As I say to the guys, you know, people are anytime I see people moaning about shipping from the States uh, uh, over to, say, here, for example. I'm like yeah, but we have a lot of options now. And also the four horseman shipping is, is actually very good in terms of price now. And the other thing is um I'm just happy that they ship here, you know, because some companies right, yeah. don't, you know, and there's a cup. there's different shipping options as well, you know, so, you know, if you want a two day FedEx, you can actually pay splash out for that, you know, if you're crazy, but yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah, it's, it's tough to be a shipper to um, Europe or anywhere really, but because there's certain countries that, um, how can I say this? They don't have like the same infrastructure that where you guys are, um, all of you. Um, and and they don't like sync up with usps you know so if so if we're if i'm sending something usps as soon as it leaves it will get picked up in, in in luxembourg or in you know england or wherever it's going and then it goes into their system and it still feeds back to the usps system so everyone knows where it is it's all trackable But I'm learning there's other countries that that does not happen and stuff just disappears. And then you're in a situation where you're like, well, what am I going to do? Like, I can't help you. You can't only you can help you on your end because I can't if I go to the highest level of the postmaster on my end, they can only give me that information that it landed in the airport in. You know, in in South Africa, not to throw them under the bus, but that's like where my most recent trouble was, because they just don't have that infrastructure that that works, that jives with all the other countries. So it's it's tough because like some of these, I want to see these guys get the stuff because they they love it and they want it, but like I in the back of my brain, I'm like, I can't like, what, what do I do? Because then you're out the shipping, you're out the product, like it, you totally, know, it's yeah. kind of hard to deal with.
0: But yeah, I think. Credit to you for doing for shipping international because uh you actually do it really well, and uh we're very happy to
1: get your stuff and uh you I just always... wish it was a little more economical when I first started what? it was i mean it wasn't that bad, yeah. but now I mean I can't ship a box like even a four ounce box for to for under like seventeen eighteen nineteen dollars like it's just it's crazy it's gone both ways too, Len. it's the
3: same here now it's like the U.S. has been giving its own world zone for the for the uh, the UK postage system now. So you send something to Canada and the uh, our, and the same thing to the U.S. and it costs fifty percent more to the U.S. Oh wow, really? Because they've just been given their own zone. So it, yeah, oh, okay. sending stuff from here to the U.S. is expensive as well, now. Yeah, yeah, I shipped.
0: Uh, I did a give when I was on Legion's Lounge before we even started this. I did a giveaway of a custom I did, and I shipped it to Joe Gonzalez in mm-hmm. Nevada. And I think that was maybe 25, 26, just a single figure in a small box um, and yeah, regular, po- right. regular post. And I thought that was OK for me. You know, I was hap- like, obviously, I was, was happy to 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 eat that money. If it was 70, I'd be like, Joe, <laughs> can, yeah. can we sort something out? But, you know, up to 25, 30, you know, it's fine. Uh, and uh, but I think if I was shipping four or five figures and they were under uh, four pounds, I, I think I would have uh, been able to pay the same price. So, in that, if you do it that way, then you divide it by four figures. That's not too bad.
1: Yeah. 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 It's weird because there was a point when um, recently where UK was more than anywhere. I mean, it was like really odd. I mean, I was shipping the same exact packages to like Thailand <laughs> for less than I was shipping to UK. And I'm like, why? Like, I don't, there has to be more uh, volume. They've gone through exchanges over there. Yeah, I know. It just it was it was just a really weird like thing going on and it sucks. But, you know, try our best. I
0: I couldn't buy from the UK for about a year, uh, anything after the Brexit, just because it wasn't because they couldn't do it. It was because nobody knew what the hell was going on. So nobody (laughs) wanted to take the risk because, you know, some places like uh, I was still collecting a bit of like Transformers and, and a few Star Wars figures and they had the best shops um but they those shops even stopped selling sending them to the EU because they started to get packages back because the forms weren't filled out correctly because no one had filled out a form in since 1970 because they'd been in in the zone you know yeah um so so yeah. <laughs> this, the, the all these online shops just said no we're not sending anything until this is all sorted out and then some of them started to come back online because they hooked up with, say, a courier service that had a system, and they could just
3: interface with that. You know the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, and then well, the... John, I can safely say it's been three years since Brexit, and Brexit is still a shit show. Oh game. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's working well still. We'll have, back, you know? we'll have you back, you know. We'll have you back. We love you guys. Some of us would come back. <laughs> I think most of us would mal after seeing what's happened yeah. since uh, since the vote. But yeah, let's not get political anyway.
0: Anyway, let's let's bring it on. So. Uh, Shall we? Shall we
3: push it more towards Legion's Con now? Let's look at Legion's Con. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, Len, what are you most looking forward to at Legion's Con
1: this year? Oh, I mean, definitely seeing everybody. You know, like I, I live a solitary life. <laughs> <laughs> I live a solitary, humble life, but I don't have coworkers in what I do. I don't have that like normal social social environment daily. Um, I have an awesome family that's great but I don't have that, like, back and forth. So getting out and seeing, like, people that we see and chat to and are social with and social medias is just definitely the tops. And I know that sounds like a line and a lot of people say it, but it's it's really the best part of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, you,
0: we see you, We saw you live that last year, so I'm sure it'll be the same this year. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It absolutely is. Even a custom junkie like me, who loves buying stuff there, it's still seeing the people does the most fun. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: it's a wonderful community. That's you know we all know that. That's built up around it, and it's just great to to see people. You know, I I love it. Now, now, non that, I would say definitely seeing. I like seeing all the dios because that's stuff that you don't. I don't get to see that often. You know, like um, to get hands and eyes on a real product is rare for us right because you only get pictures and facebook and the internet true, to see true. what people are doing yeah. but i think when these guys lug these big dios and they set them up and they look awesome like i have a lot of respect for that because that's and it's a cool place to buy them right because you're like it's easy well not for you guys sorry <laughs> but for yeah cause you yeah. can buy it and you don't have to worry but with the understand shipping. yeah yeah you yeah. know and oh,
0: definitely just, in that regard
1: yeah i love seeing that stuff
4: Funnily enough, though, I was going to ask, uh, I mean, I'm actually considering, because Crashbox Custom do that, um, it's just that piece, isn't it? So the, the back piece and the floor, and I think that comes apart. So I was going to, I'm contemplating uh, seeing if you, you know, what what the situation is with that and uh, getting one of them when bring I'm there a, because bring the a good, for us.
0: Bring a good suitcase, Mel. I'm
4: planning on, yeah. on the shit. Yeah, yeah. so. I think Chris <laughs> yeah.
1: designs those all with magnets so they come apart. And they and and I know Noah does it too, Noah Pratt, and I think Chris does it with his is that they make them in a way that they can stack into each other to fit into a box, a very standard box, and stay like nice. They they think those guys think ahead with the shipping. They're like, Well, this is great, I can make this, but how am I gonna get this to people? So it's pretty neat. I think that I think Chris especially takes care of that. So you shouldn't have a problem with it. Excellent. And what about you, Pat? What are you looking forward to?
5: Well, uh, like uh, len said it's seeing all the people uh, again being able to talk with them enjoy that interaction that was always been my favorite part going all the way back to the first legions con just finally meeting and talking to all these people i've just you know traded words with online and uh, it's you know, there's it's just such a great feeling and i love it and when it's over, I miss everyone for the entire year. And I look forward to seeing them all again in, at at the next Legion's Con.
3: There's that real drop-off, isn't there? That real sort of down moment. And people were warning me before I went, you know, after it, it's going to be difficult. But it was. It was like two months of just like, oh, I'm just, you know, that was so good. I'm just missing it.
1: It's still but worth it. I
5: though. found it oh, yeah. 100% worth it, plus the counter to that is when I'm there. I'm seeing all these also wonderful, wonderful customs that were done and it's inspiring me to create my own customs. Or I see something like, huh, what if I do it like this? Or like, that's amazing how he did it like that. And it'll inspire me and get me through this next couple of months. So I'm thinking about that and not necessarily missing everyone. Cause I still have all that creativity inside me. If that helps.
0: Yeah, I mean, un- until I went last year to Legion's Con, I'd never seen anyone else's paint jobs in person. You know, I'd seen pictures, of course, online, but it's different to see them in person, because we all know taking a picture of an amazing thing you've painted, and then you suddenly take a picture, and you go, but you can't really see that in your- with your eyes. <laughs> Why is the
3: camera showing that?
0: <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, just to see that, you know, to see I, I bought a head from Steve Busciotti. Uh I was, like, just ah oh, that's why people like his stuff because you see it in person you go wow yeah okay that's awesome you know and everyone else you know as well but yeah. uh
1: it's that's just totally uh, true especially yeah. with the paint work but i don't yeah. think pictures do him a lot of justice
0: no you mean you, maybe if you have a really expensive camera but who has that you know and lighting and even then it's still better in person you know, Trevor, is, the best photographer true. ever, who does the pictures for the studio, he still gets flagged of, oh, it looks even better than the photos.
1: No, it's absolutely <laughs> and, true. And Trevor that, has the yeah.
0: best setup you possibly could do. <laughs>
1: yeah, although I saw that at the show this weekend. Um, Jesse and Pat and Nate, they kept sending me pictures of what they were bringing, like the different painted pieces. And I was like, oh, it looks it great, looks great, looks great. And then, like in person, I'm like, okay, I'm going to need this, and I'm going to need this, and I'm like taking them <laughs> off the table because they 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 really, honestly, do just look a whole lot better.
3: So, in terms of Legions Con, then Len, are you looking? To, is there anybody in particular you might be looking to pick something up from, or are you going to have spending so much time at your own booth you don't think you'll get a chance? How does that? Um, for you?
1: I definitely want to check out because last year I didn't get there early, and that is Brian Lynn's mm-hmm. stuff because he's a craftsman like Brian's Brian, like I could tell he really takes pride in what he makes. I, I do have some of his, his pieces that I picked up after legions con because I, I never got a chance or I just forgot that he was there and his stuff's really nice. So I definitely would like to see him and pick up some stuff from him. Um, I'm always pumped to see Noah Pratt and what he has. Cause Noah's got some awesome stuff and, He's a friend. I've, I, he, like John did last year, I let Noah use my booth to do all his stuff. Um, wh- what two years ago, three years ago. And, you know, I love seeing guys like the next year have their own booth, you know, like, cause it's just cool. And he, he Noah does amazing Dio stuff and he paints beautiful. And, and Dennis, of course, Dennis is awesome too. Like, I love, I, I just want to see Dennis cause he's awesome but I like seeing what he has and he always gives me something and I like free stuff. <laughs> He's a very generous man. Yeah. Who, who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> Not, yep. Dennis, about... if you're listening, you don't have to give me free stuff. I was just kidding. <laughs> I totally appreciate everything.
3: And what about you, Pat? Is there anyone in particular you're maybe looking to pick something up from or just to get closer to their work and have a look at it?
5: Yeah, every year I like to get a couple pieces from people. And I always try to do it differently from different people. But top of my list, because they always sell out before I get to them, is Eric Miller. I've yet to be able to get a piece from him, so I'd like to try and get something from Eric this year. On top of anything else that might catch my eye from someone that uh, like I haven't gotten a piece from in the past yet, because yeah, like you said, each piece that I get from somebody inspires me. It's like okay, I see how he did this. Let's see. And it helps improve my work as well.
3: Yeah, I got something from Eric last year, and I was amazed because I didn't get to his table until relatively late on the first day, and there was still a couple of heads left, which uh, amazed me. It was like, I just want that. I want that. <laughs> grabbed it as quick as I could.
5: I lucked out and was able to get a piece from Emil last year. Uh, yeah, I, and it's not only a very cool oh, lucky piece of this, a snow leopard piece, but it's also my favorite sculpt of his, too. So, oh, I think that, oh, nice. that's something I looked at.
1: I think I was the only one that walked away with nothing from him, <laughs> <laughs> it was all my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I like to tease him because I, I, on I think it was Saturday, I set aside like three heads I wanted and I put yeah. them like under something, and he must not have like understood that. That, that's what I wanted, and he took them and sold them. <laughs> I was like, "What oh, you do?" And, and I, I still tease him about it. He feels horrible because you know him; he's like the nicest guy in the world. And I'm like, "No, I'm just, yeah, I'm totally just teasing yeah. you. Is what we do.
5: You couldn't fine. paint them up again for
1: you." <laughs> <laughs> but I think that with Eric Miller, because he had this
0: awesome display of his customs, people didn't see that he was selling heads off to the side. You know, I agree. Yeah, uh, I think people were so mesmerized because I remember every time I walked up to his display. <laughs> it was like overload for the senses, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. he His stuff was... His stuff's great. I missed all of it, too. I think there was only, like, three or four heads by the time I... I bought pins. That's all I could get. Yeah, I spent a lot of time looking at like clawful. Yeah, that clawful figure he did. I know another guy. I want to check out his table because he makes is, uh Is it Giovanni? Giovanni Bly? Giovanni? Oh, yeah. 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 Giovanni. His amazing. stuff's, like, incredible yeah. like so i definitely want to make sure to check that out before it disappears
5: he's on my list too
1: yeah i
3: picked one of his figures last year and, and he, he clearly had decided to sell blessing but he put so much effort and thought into them that he looked quite upset about handing it over to me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i was like waving the money at him going i'll take it now i'll take it now and he's like okay go on <laughs>
0: it happens I think but if you were amazing. to pay G- Giovanni by the hour for what he did on that, you'd be spending a lot of money if you were to give him an oh, hourly yes. rate.
3: <laughs> he puts a lot of hard work into his customs. <laughs> you can see that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So,
3: so in terms of the stuff that you all have there yourself, Pat, what sort of things can people expect to see at your booth this year at Legion's Con?
5: Uh, well, this year I will have at least eight customs for sale. Uh, I'm hoping to have another couple more done before then. Uh, with at least one of them right now is a Cosmic uh, Custom. And I'm hoping to have two Total Cosmics ready. Uh, I will have the wood, uh, wood-painted spears and bows like I had last year. Yeah, um, they
3: were great.
5: I'm having them again. And I'm going to do some crossbows with them too this year.
0: Cool. Are you at the toy forge table, or are you with Len at Wolf King? Or...
5: I'm, I'm with Len at the Wolf King. Table. Okay.
0: Very good. That's boots six, seven, and sixteen for everybody Correct. planning their their route around. And that's oh, a little you showing off with of the front. map and everything, john <laughs> <laughs> I have to do some work for this show, you know. You do everything else. <laughs>
4: I just sit here and look pretty, and that's why it's an audio podcast.
3: <laughs> uh, as as one of the name changes now, Mal, you're sultry-voiced Mal now, so um, the Americans love you and your voice. <laughs> it's never, ever, ever been something I think anyone would have described me as, but there you go.
0: <laughs> and then, Len, uh, for you, any, anything uh, new planned for Legion's Con, or are you going to...? Something special, exclusive I can't, you pieces. You know, or? I
1: got to be honest, guys. I'm not like I've kind of moved away from that like exclusive thing. Yeah, like I don't like. Cool. I still was always, even when I did them at old shows, I I still put it for on the website for everyone to buy later. So I kind of figured, well, why? Like, let me just do it like for everyone at once and um as i as new models and new parts come i just get them out right away because i don't like to sit on them i like to sit i there there's so much stuff like in my folders to do (laughs) like some people would be shocked if they knew like i know everything we've been doing lately has been really cosmic centric but i i have at least like a dozen mythic ones like sitting like that just need a little adjustments movements like things have to get done with them um and hopefully i'll have all of them ready by then Cause I know like people like to see things and touch and feel, and that's the goal with a lot of people is to go there. Um, Especially with you guys, like in general, like, you know, if I see someone that lives in like um, Florida and they comment on Facebook, like, will you have this at legions con? Uh, Part of me wants to say, I will, but it's on the website now and here's a free shipping yeah. coupon. So just buy it. <laughs> like you don't have to wait, but I know people like to do that. You know, I know with you guys, especially, so I wouldn't want to leave anyone down that's flying in that wants to grab things, you know, so I'm going to definitely push to have as much assortment as I can. Um, it's just tough because I think at this point we're over, f- we're probably close to 400 individual skewed yeah, items on the, uh, on the, on the, on the wow. website. So it's hard to have everything, but and I don't have more than three hundred and fifty of those. So
3: yeah. there's still some stuff I need to buy off you. Yeah,
1: you're pretty close. You're definitely close.
3: <laughs> Yeah, it's, and it's are crazy. You the, like the the little sets of stuff lens. So I know last year you had things bagged up with a head and a weapon and things that went together. Is that the plan this year?
1: I really like doing that, and I think it makes a lot of sense to do that. Unfortunately, they don't sell that well um and then they don't travel well home do do you know so it's hard to so if you have a very one of the pieces in that set's very delicate it's it's hard to like wrap it properly um i know i tried it a while ago with like the skeleton torsos with different pieces in with it and they're they're a little delicate of a part the skeleton torsos and um they're hard to travel with but i i def i will i definitely will because i i think they're smart i think they're fun to do But I think that in our world, like some of the people, they're so creative that they don't want that boundary of like your kit, because maybe it's not like what I want. Like, there's so many guys that think outside the box that they're like, yeah, I want a skeleton torso, but I'll never use that sword. So I'm not going to buy it. You know, Mm -hmm. that's the only thing I can think of. But yeah, I'm definitely going to I'll have some kits because there's some stuff that I'm already like spinning in my head, like some ideas for different kits to match up with what the horsemen should have like at their table. Cause I think that's a smart thing to be like, you know, Oh, you can get this kit and just go over there and get a deluxe barbarian builder to use with it. You know, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Then my wife I is going to kill
0: straight. me kit you had last year with the crocs and the the pipe. And Oh know, yeah, that was awesome. Well, I had to do something for that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That was for those guys. I couldn't like do nothing, Yeah,
1: but yeah. we had an armadillo kit and we had the porcupine kit. I don't know what other ones there were. Emil doesn't really work in that kit sense. He's not like that. He's just creative, like you know, he just puts out like what he puts out. So yeah, I mean, there were definitely some kits last year, but sometimes I think everything gets lost in the, you know, environment. So we'll see. But I'm definitely. um, I wish I had more info for you, but I'm kind of. Oh, but it's cool.
0: And then in terms of breakout session, like you did last year, is there anything in the? In the hopper for that. Oh. You might not be <laughs> allowed to say John. Yeah, let's not <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: I wish yeah. I can give you more intel on that. Okay. I know that there was discussions.
0: Is there at least a desire to do something like that?
1: Oh, oh yeah. I mean and the guys that we worked with that volunteered to help that worked as like the teachers in that session, I mean, they're all for it. But I I can't speak for Jeremy because I don't know the details. I don't know if they have everything figured out with the breakout sessions yet, like 100% where he can come out and just say, like, this is what's going on. Because if you know Jeremy, you know, he's very, like, um, by the numbers and on schedule. And I'm not sure. I have a feeling there might, like, be a snag or two because it is a new venue that we've never been to. So I don't know if there's an actual, like, snag with the actual rooms or locations for those. So stay posted it's everyone <laughs>
0: Cool. so keep yeah, keep an eye on legionscon dot com and uh, we'll see and obviously cabal and all that Jeremy posted everywhere, so we get it well, guys uh, I think our time is uh running close now for our next guest for this episode, so uh thanks very much for joining us. And, uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much chat and uh guys, go check the, go check them out at legions con at the wolf king booth you got len the wolf king not curtis don't worry
1: oh and i forgot uh, to mention curtis curtis <laughs> is going to be there everyone he's going to be in our booth oh, curtis make will sure get you come and chance. see curtis
0: curtis will get a chance in our curtis podcast to, to, to market himself,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, so i know that <laughs> i was instructed i was instructed that i had to talk about <laughs> curtis and i forgot
0: <laughs> well curtis did send us a message to say to 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 to, to be nice to you so because you're he's uh you're his uh, number one, so. Oh, yeah. he's a sweetheart. He is indeed. He is indeed. Uh, yeah, so, Len, Patrick, thanks a million for taking the time and looking forward to seeing you guys at Legion's Con. Yes, thank looking
5: you. Looking forward to seeing you too.
0: Cheers. Yeah, see you at
3: Legion's Con, guys.
0: We also have two more guests for you on this episode. Two more people that are going to be at Legion's Con. Uh, First, we have Brian Lynn from Kavar Customs. He's a dial maker. Uh, He also does those awesome torches that I'm sure you've heard lots of people talking about from last Legion's Con. Welcome, Brian.
6: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: No problem, no problem. Thanks for making the time. And then we also have uh allegiance con original and legendary customizer in the community and from my point of view mr Paid it forward it's uh dennis derby how are you dennis
2: doing well how about you guys thank you brilliant, for having me on brilliant,
0: yeah no problem thanks for taking the time great to chat to you it's your is it your first time to exhibit at legions come brian or were you there last year i was there last year
6: but i was sharing a table like um you were sharing a table that's right uh, leland retrospect customs he actually um offered to let me set up a little spot on his table so i just had my torches and i did like a diorama giveaway at the end of his table but this will be my first time like actually having a table like ever for myself so it's like kind of a big deal for me (laughs) i'm excited
3: (laughs) i got very confused last year with uh brian and leland been on the same table because I bought a couple of things off of Leland but never met him. So I shook Brian's hand and was like, Hi, oh, I bought stuff from you and he looked at me and went, No, I don't think you have and then he went, <laughs> Looking for Leland. Yeah, he's ne- he's there.
6: <laughs> I remember Richard walking around with these giant IKEA bags and everything. And I was just like, Oh yeah. I know he's from England. How how is he going to get all that home? And then like he showed that picture of his suitcase I was like, okay, this guy's like a Tetris master. I don't know how he got it all in there, but the man pulled it off. That was that was impressive.
0: And some of it was still packaged as well, which is amazing. Yeah, he he was yeah, texting. I was, happy, I
3: was
6: happy with that.
0: He was texting me a mal you know, in the morning we had to leave, and he was like, I don't know if I should unbox this or not because I'm not sure if we're going to keep it or sell it.
3: Oh, but I can't fit it. <laughs> there, was, there was one moment where I genuinely thought I was going to leave all my clothes behind in the hotel, <laughs> other than the ones I was wearing. <laughs> But I managed to squeeze them in, so that was okay.
0: Because <laughs> they're, le- they're worth less than the figures anyway, that's for exactly, sure. Exactly,
3: yeah, do you know what I mean? That's true. I don't spend money on clothes, I spend it on figures, so they're old clothes, so they can just be left.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we were chatting to Len earlier, Brian, and uh, he was saying he loves when, uh, you know, he gives people some shelves in his booth uh, when he can, and then he loves to see them the following year uh, with their own booth. And uh, I think I've done that this year with the guys now. I was I had a chef on Lens, and you're doing the same after having a little space on leyland so
6: yeah lynn's like awesome because like he'll take like the torches that he's bought from me last year and like he'll incorporate them in his displays and different shows so it's like i'm there like on his shelves as well like even though i can't make those shows it's like i'm still being represented i really appreciate that that's that's really cool that's cool. that's lynn's a great guy uh, for that stuff
0: he's one of the diamonds for sure for sure um and dennis you uh you had the flight troubles last year, didn't you, for Legions Con? How are you going to avoid that this year?
2: Ah, uh, I'm going to probably take my truck this year instead of. Oh, really? Flying, yeah. So,
0: so you'll have a you'll have a double the booth uh, amount I of stuff have in your booth.
2: Double the capacity for dioramas, for figures, for parts. I might even take a bunch of boxed figures. I don't know.
0: Oh, set up a little booth for when the horsemen run out.
2: Well it will be much older ones.
0: Oh yeah, you're uh you you, you were a smart guy. You were in at the start, you see, so you you have a couple of those older ones, I believe. I have more than a couple.
2: More than a few, yeah. Awesome. So it's it's good. But no, I'm uh, I've I've been going going since the, the get go. I think the first table, if you look back at the map Jeremy posted, that was uh that was amateur hour. It was me and Jeremy, uh Walter, uh few other guys, Nikki was there. Um, it was a good setup. It was a really good time, but you know, we didn't, we just had plastic tables. We didn't know what we were doing. I wrote character biographies. I didn't think of, I didn't think of selling them at all. That was kind of interesting about the first one is the only people that were selling stuff were Jova Terry through his, um, through his booth. Cause he has, he's a, he's a distributor and, um, in the, the, in the four horsemen booth, which was much much smaller than anything you guys have seen you know in the last few cons so it's uh it's grown a lot and i th- I think it's been you know pretty good growth it's been organic growth um you know a lot of the same people that have been there from day one are still there um and i think it's, it's kind of fun it says something about you know how how much work and how much you know real passion jeremy and joe put into the convention
0: oh absolutely yeah and you were uh I mean, you were one of the original customizers that I remember seeing in in the yeah community. yeah
2: I've been doing it for a long time and I you know I I really enjoy it um you know as a bit of a background I I started playing Warhammer when I was maybe fourteen or fifteen and um you know and before then you know I was playing Dungeons and Dragons but Warhammer really gave the ability to to really customize you know a lot of those those little figures especially if you got the 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 special units that they had like rugluds armored orcs and things along those lines where you had you know the capacity to really take these little figures and you know design a world around them so you had that and then the other thing was the the warhammer building pack that was in the cardboard that i i remember buying like four of those from games workshop and that in the mighty castle <laughs> a lot of fun
0: yeah i mean and warhammer is one of uh, the uk's best exports i reckon guys.
2: Oh it's phenomenal. I have I'm oh, yeah. I'm, I'm fortunate to have a, a Warhammer store about 5 miles away from me. Oh awesome. It's by my so... it's by my in-laws' house. And yeah. um so anytime the kids are over there I can always stop by on the way home. <laughs> pick, pick up new things. So it's funny I, um I picked up another box of their skulls. And, oh, okay. and one of the pictures I showed you guys was a yeah. custom from five years ago where I basically covered his armor in skulls. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's That's fun. right.
0: Yeah. Some of you guys that uh, have a Warhammer background, you you have a lot of that little creativity with that kind of stuff that uh, some of us are still catching up on. It's awesome. Uh,
2: except for everything's blood for the blood god. <laughs> 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 That's just not that creative. At the end of the day, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's fun, though. It is you know? fun. It's very stick
0: fun. it on the end of a toothbrush and just just uh, flick it away. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, so you had a lot of uh, background in uh, painting from Warhammer, then. So oh yeah. You, yeah, you know, your 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 learning curve curve wasn't as steep. No, I guess well, when it came to legions.
2: I, I tell you, though, um, you know, coming into legions, it's a it's a bigger scale. So it's 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 easier to do. It's easier to work with. Um, and, um, you know, that was one of the, the things about like the community when it first started, I guess, well over five, six years ago, you know, where I, I you know, I got in touch with with uh, Jeremy and Nikki and a few others from the forum. And you know we would talk about like different ideas, tearing apart different figures. Um, you know what what you're going to use as a basis for, you know, customization ideas. And some of it you know comes from playing Dungeons and Dragons. Some of it's from Warhammer. Some of it's from video games. Um, you know, the Dark Souls series is a great series of, of of games that you know has some wonderful armor designs, really really dark yeah. designs, but they're but they're beautiful. Um, you know, as well as you know games like Skyrim um, any of the the Elder Scrolls games, you know, it's, it's a rich, um, you know, it's a rich palette. And then, you know, if you want to take, if you want to take, you know, half a day when you're at Legion's Con and go into the city and go into Midtown, you can go to the Metropolitan Museum of Art. And they have, they have one of the, the, the really the best exhibits that I've seen for medieval arms and armor. I mean, I guess the, the, uh, The museum in Spain was pretty good, too. And there's a couple in Germany, but I haven't I haven't been to the ones in Germany, though. But they were really just kind of fascinating to go in and take a look and see, Okay, well, what is what is, you know, this aged metal armor actually look like? What's the patina? What is, you know, what are the characteristics of it that, you know, how does it reflect in light? And you take all that and you steal it and then you put it on your mythic legions and it's kind of fun. (laughs) It's uh, it's it's something that I, I really enjoy. For me, it's extremely relaxing to do. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of like my thing at the end of the day where, you know, I'm, I'm done working, kids are in bed, I'm done playing guitar, I'm going to pick up my paintbrushes and, and see what I have, see what I have, have still left energy wise to see what I can make. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a real, it's a real joy. And I think, you know, part of it being as joyful as you created, uh, or Walter created a very, very tolerant and very kind community, um, you know, and, you know, you know, I can look back and, you know, think of uh, the interactions I had with those guys, you know, way back when and they're 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 good people. They're just really you know, good people. They don't tolerate any nonsense, any any types of, you know, bullying or whatever else. They're just really decent people. So I I can appreciate that and I, I definitely appreciate the community and I, I try to, you know, help out where I can.
0: Yeah, and that's why Legion's Con kind of is such fun, because actually it's just that in real, you know that in person
2: oh yeah yeah absolutely you know
0: people are generally nicer to people in person because you know obviously on the internet people can be a bit braver if they want to be mean but uh in person it's you know with nice people already and then you meet them all in person it's like wow yeah this is you know i want to stay here for a bit longer you know
2: I'm usually fairly stressed out when I'm at Legion's Con if I'm trying to sell yeah. stuff cuz I'm trying to juggle 15 things at once. But well,
0: you were definitely stressed last year.
2: <laughs> <laughs> got there late. I had to put everything together and uh and then my glue gun failed at me. Fortunately, my my good friend and my uh my next-door neighbor for this Legion's Con, Noah Pratt, had uh had his glue guns readily available and already heated, so he was he was a lifesaver and helped me uh helped me get back on the uh back on the wagon there really quick
0: so what were you using the glue guns for
2: uh the dioram is trying to go oh, together okay yeah gotcha. you know it's just like I, I had pieces that were like two feet by three feet that i needed to glue back together <laughs> so i did that was fun Very good i don't want to do that again <laughs>
0: <laughs> bring your truck just leave a bit earlier take it yeah. nice and easy on the highway how far are you if you have to drive
2: uh 1,138 miles.
0: Oof. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. So okay. if I do
2: 90 miles per hour, it's about 12
0: and a half. <sighs> yeah. Do it in two. Maybe book a hotel halfway or something and do it in two lows or something.
2: We, we will see. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see what the family and the job says. Wow. <laughs> oh,
0: the longest I've done across France is about maybe half that or a bit over half that. Oh, yeah. Maybe about 700. And that's a tough day. So well, I can't a, imagine doing it.
2: Yeah. America's a. North America is a pretty big country, or it
0: sure is, yeah.
2: yeah. But the United States is it's a lot of driving. I, uh, you know, the not too many other places like maybe Australia, where that's you know, yeah, go from Perth to Sydney or something like that. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's a pretty wide expanse,
0: yeah. I remember like last year, you know, obviously, we were the foreigners, you know, coming across the Atlantic. Uh, and you're thinking, wow, you know, I've kind of traveled a long way to, to be here and whatever. Okay, that's great. And then I was chatting to a couple of the boys from Seattle over that side. I think Chris mm-hmm. Verone and a couple of those guys. And I yeah. think we yeah, worked Brian it out that they came yeah. further.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They, you know, and it and it's, uh, you know, for me, it's always it's always a tougher flight going across the continent because I used to live on the East Coast than it is going mm-hmm. across the ocean. Probably because there's not as much other traffic, so you're not getting like rerouted or bumped or whatever else. True, Um, yeah, yeah. So I hope everybody has has a smooth trip in. Oh, yeah. That would be the the best wishes for all of us.
0: Oh, the blessing last year was the weather was so good, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I I remember booking the, the flight, and it was probably, you know, early summer here when I booked the flight last year, and... You know it's beautiful weather, so you're thinking, oh, and then you realise, oh, this is in November; it could be snowing. <laughs> not,
2: not likely in Jersey, but Snow Ireland, no, very, yeah. very likely. Oh, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, even at just at one end, yeah, could even. Oh, yeah. It generally, doesn't hear. I think December, you'd probably need to be the snowy season, but still, yeah, it could. Oh, yeah. And we had, we had, uh, you know, kind of, I suppose i don't know the fahrenheit it was about 20 degrees centigrade
3: what's that it was fahrenheit? twenty twenty three 23 degrees centigrade yeah there you go that's i was very shorts, I shorts rich yeah
2: yeah that's not bad <laughs> that's 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 shorts weather for for where i live
3: yeah for
0: sure
2: once it gets into the negatives then we put on clothes <laughs>
6: <laughs>
0: and then brian tell me uh how did you get into this whole thing what's your what's your background
6: With Mythics, um, I used to watch, uh, well, I still watch him, uh, Josh Pence, and he always used to talk about him a lot, and um, he always showed him and everything, and I was like, at that point, I had different lines I was already into, so I'm like, I don't want to do Legions, I can't do Legions, I don't want to do Legions. So he's a YouTuber, right, Josh? Um, And I I was doing good. I was doing great for a while. And then one day, we (laughs) went to a toy show where he's at, and he's looking at Mythics, and then I'm like, that's cool, neat, all right. And then my wife's standing there and she's like, I kind of want one of these. I'm like, damn it, woman. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm blaming my wife mainly. So she bought That's one. Starting to, I'm starting to like your wife here a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought one of those and she bought one of those. And then the next thing I know, I, I kind of like this trap jaw looking one. The I end up grabbing him and then rest is downhill from there.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people that that got Krona first. I think Emil was one of the ones that I think he he's a he big Krona fan yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it is of the, of the tributes. And if you're into Masters or whatever, he's metal. Like he is really a good mm-hmm. figure. You know, he has a lot of stuff going for him. The skeleton head as well. Everything is just awesome. Mm hmm and And then what uh Brian, what brought you down the dial route then from there
6: well i well, before I got into mythics uh like I started really like collecting toys and everything, and just into facebook face different Facebook groups, I seen like people starting to post pictures of like toys with these like backgrounds and stuff, and I'm like that's really cool, I didn't even know this was a thing, you know I mean at this point, I had no idea that toy photography is even a an actual thing. And so I'm like noticing all these alleyways and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. I wonder what you got to do. And I started looking at some YouTube videos on how to like make a brick wall. So I did, I went to my little like home Depot and grabbed me a phone board and started messing around, making some brick walls. And next thing you know, I'm trying different things and I posted it in a group and somebody said, that's cool. How much are we going to make me one? I'm like, wait, I can make <laughs> money doing this. Nice. <laughs> So I was like, "All right, uh, sure, I'll do it. Yeah, no problem." And gave him price, and before I knew it, I was started making stuff, and people were paying me for it. And I was like, "Okay, sweet." <laughs> I'm like, four years later, it's just still going. Now I'm just trying to like cater more towards like I'm I'm really into doing like the mythic style stuff now with like yeah. porches and like the different sceneries for that and different terrains and things like that for those.
0: Cool, uh, and so you're. You're driving down the street and you're looking at, uh, you know, fences and walls right. and people's roofs. I, I remember looking at roof tiles on some old house once and, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to figure out what colors are in there, you know, for just making my own dios for my own shelves. I'm not, I, I don't have the commitment to, uh, to make dios for sale for sure. I mean, I love painting the figures and the heads, but uh, dios is, it's great fun, but it's a lot of messy work, you oh, know. Yeah. You gotta you gotta put aside an afternoon just to get a bit done for a day. I, I feel.
2: I think you guys have better inspiration over there than than we do. Oh, as right, far right. As possibly,
0: possibly. I mean, yeah. I don't want to stereotype you, but I mean, you're just newer. You know, there's no way around <laughs> it. You know, yeah. there is there is buildings over here that, like, yeah, are four or five hundred years old, and they're oh, just uh, there.
2: Yeah, my uh, my great grandmother is buried on the uh, the first hole of the Bally Bunyan golf course. Oh over, no! Way. Over in Ireland, yeah. So wow. we, we've gotten that's there.
0: out of bounds there. You know, that's a very famous out of bounds, the graveyard yeah. yep. uh, to that's the right of the first. Of and, uh,
2: and, <laughs> and, and there you'll see, you'll see the last name Hayes on a few graves. No, it's it, but but um, you know, the whole west coast, you know, from from you yeah. know, Kerry up to you know, to Galway and even further north, yeah. is, that's been some really good inspiration for for different uh, you know, especially with like you know, some of the limestone. Uh, yeah pieces because you know you can see some real erosion, especially if you're on the coast. And just yeah. it's like, okay, well how exactly would I get that? So I'm sitting there with a a meat hammer, a tinfoil ball and a rock, <laughs> smashing the foam <laughs> in to no, to no end. And then and then trying to get the color on top of that. So it's yeah. um it's an act of love, but it's frustrating too.
6: Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean I just uh I just need to look into my mother's kettle with all the limestone <laughs> water there in Galway. Yeah. Uh, you know, true. you just the element of the kettle goes green after about a week, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can clean it if you want, but it's not really gonna make a difference. It won't make a difference at all. You just get used to it.
6: <laughs> it's like we went to the zoo one day and um everybody's taking pictures of like the animals and stuff, and I'm like, oh that's a nice wall, and I can use that and I'm taking pictures for different <laughs> castles and stuff, and they're like, There's zebras over here, what are you doing? Wall. <laughs> it looks cool, I can use this.
2: <laughs> Look at the yeah. texture. Look at the texture on that. <laughs>
6: my wife just shakes her head and walks off
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah pointing out like a rusty manhole to my wife one day it's like oh look at that rust i need to take a picture that was... of that she's like why it's like well i'm trying to paint a shield in that rust color
2: <laughs> yeah i was i was sitting at cashel and i took my my uh macro lens so i could get really close pictures of the stonework i'm like yeah. get this texture down and people are like what the hell's wrong with you
0: <laughs> oh, those American tourists are crazy. Right. <laughs> they keep getting worse. We we love you. We love you. <laughs> you keep us in bread and water, you know? <laughs> that's for sure.
2: Yeah, that's that's all right.
0: What else have we got? and what toy lines were you into then, Brian, uh as a kid and kind of that you might still collect now or
6: as a kid I was like I'm an eighties kid, so it was like he Man was my number one. And then Joe's were second, close second. And then all the other ones are all through there, you know, your Transformers and your Thundercats and Silverhawks. And,
0: and do you still pick up pieces today from the million and one lines of those <laughs> that are out?
6: I I always wanted to get back only what I had in vintage Master stuff.
0: Gotcha. Because, yeah.
6: you know, I'm one of those great, I'm one of those people who had the mom that was like, oh, you you wanted those? I gave them away. <laughs> <laughs> That. It's like, oh. yeah. So she's never going to live that down. Every every time <laughs> I see her, I bring that up. Just want you to know, I'm spending like triple the money on those. Just not right now. Trying to get them back. You know, just messing with. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's fair. I think it is fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: As someone who's currently selling his vintage Star Wars figures that his parents very kindly kept, I'm very happy they kept them. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it's like do you remember this. Who's got to pick your retirement home? <laughs> yeah it's a real thing
0: i'm afraid yeah it's a real thing oh yeah and dennis what were you into back in the day then
2: well i was i was uh i was kind of an 80s kid myself the I, i remember one of the first toys that i had that i had to beg for was the large size boba fett action figure that um they had the little viewport through it um, that was phenomenal. And then I, I got the, uh, mail away one, um, back in 78 and that was really cool too. But then outside of that, the GI Joes, like from that original line were really kind of my bread and butter and then, uh, Skeletor and Merman. I didn't really care for too much of the MOTU stuff except for those two characters. And I have a whole cabinet dedicated to Merman stuff now, including the, uh, the Mondo ones.
0: Oh, the Mondo ones are good. Did you get the Did you get the funky uh, yes. color change oh, yes. psychedelic one as well? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. had to have that. What do they call it, Tubi or
3: something? Uh
2: Motubi, Yeah. Mo yeah, Hold on, grab it.
3: it. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. If he trips and drops this, John, it's on you. No, he's. <laughs> more, yeah,
2: that's wrong. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's phenomenal. Probably <laughs> one of my favorite figures that I have.
0: What What you want to do, Dennis? Is uh, Is try and do uh, uh, whenever. Um, they maybe do the mythic tribute of that of that character. Try and do it, then uh, you're accustomed in that color. Yeah, style.
2: yeah. Well, you know, I've, I've I've made a couple myself of him that you know uh-huh. they're just kind of mine. But um, yeah, I I he he's he's hands down a favorite, and I think you know once the uh, the parts from the Arathier wave came out, that just opened up a whole new part library. You True. know, with the Hellfire yeah. Goblin, the yes. claws, the feet with claws. Um, you know, and you could always use like a Magnus style torso because it's kind of interwoven, that's right. Yeah, Um, and it looks pretty good. Um, I think you could probably do something better with one of the like this, like the scale one that's going to be coming with uh the uh Poxus wave, the one on Poxus itself.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, scale
2: pattern. It kind of looks like it's a drowned sailor. You could use it for merman,
0: true, true. Yeah, they have it on the skeleton dwarf as well, don't they? Yeah. Oh, that's
2: and, and especially in that blue color. Whew. Yeah. That was nice, uh, that yeah. was my main reason for ordering extras of that guy because that's Absolutely. That's a that's a piece of custom work that you're not going to have to do.
0: That's right. Yeah, you just slot that one in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and anything else you collected from your youth Dennis that you're still?
2: No, that's that's about it. I mean, you know, I, I I still have a lot of my Warhammer stuff. I still have a lot of my Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Um, but um no, I've been trying to just kind of stick to just stick to the mythic stuff for now. Um I have a few cosmics, but that's not my that's not my bread and butter. I prefer the fantasy stuff only because you know, and like Brian could say the diorama style is much much richer. It's really you're doing a whole lot more world building, and especially in a fantasy setting, you don't have the 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 same type of stuff fed to you that you would for a sci-fi. Like for sci-fi it's either going to look like Star Trek, Star Wars, uh you know, I guess in some cases, Power Lords, um, you know, it, 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 there's a lot of sci-fi out there. With fantasy, you have the genre of the 80s garbage fantasy. And I don't think a whole lot of people are doing that anymore. But like, you know, you can move into the D&D stuff. You can move into the, the better done Lord of the Rings stuff from the 90s and, you know, 2000s. And, and that's a really nice base. You know, I think it just leaves more, you know, imagination than the sci-fi stuff does. And that's just my opinion um but that's or, or my preference actually that's just my preference so
0: sure yeah i mean absolutely uh, i think that's allowed <laughs> yeah
2: i hope so
6: <laughs> i'm more of a terrain guy so it's easier to do terrains for like your mythics and stuff and then like you try i don't really know where to go with a terrain for you know it's, you know the cosmics yet i mean hopefully something comes to me because i've had a lot of people asking me
2: about cosmic stuff and i'm just not really you sure you
0: need to buy a line cutters, you know, and routers and stuff.
2: <laughs> I think with that new wave, with the Ox crew, yeah. you know, I, I I was able to go Planet see those Delta. things. Yeah. I was able to see them when they did the release. And that looks like you could use like more of a sense of like ruined starships, you know, crashed pieces, uh, you know, failed, failed radio towers, smashed up transmission things, satellites that were broken and that kind of opens it up and then if you have the tribal stuff from the you know the the those those green guys and i forget what they were called but that opens up kind of a little bit more of a cross-pollination of ideas which i think is kind of cool
0: that's true you know yeah. it wouldn't
2: it wouldn't be too unusual to see i don't know a goblin on a world like that right
0: yeah that's true um, yeah cuz they're more on a kind of a planet and even these, you know, that big dog kind of thing, the skate back, that kind of blends oh, yeah. in with the terrain and that's kind of this, it's got loads of horns and... Well, and then couldn't that pass
4: for some of the more accursed sort of blasted lands of mythos as well? Uh, yeah. you know, oh, absolutely. Where there's lots true. of volcanic
0: activity and that sort of thing. Sure.
4: sure.
2: Make it look like Mordor. That'd be cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, true. and And I guess even if you weren't collecting cosmics as such Dennis, uh you'd be dipping into it for parts here and there anyway you know
2: oh absolutely i've yeah. been dipping away in in there for parts and it's yeah it's 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 quite lovely for that and some of the pieces yeah. like I, I was playing with one of the tusk centuries earlier i'm like well i can make something kind of cool out of this just for you know laughs and giggles and but you know the oh, un- yeah. you know, i was never much into the 40k stuff except for i would love to paint like the terminators and i'd love to paint like Ultramarines. but you know as far as playing it goes it just that was just too much money i didn't have that kind of budget back then
0: (laughs) yeah do you still play war warhammer at all or no
2: i just make dioramas and put terrain together and stick them all together i i picked up um one of the the nether maze uh packs the other day for like the underworld stuff because like the my, my my favorite terrain to do is that Mordheim stuff. And then um, Frostgrave, which is very similar to it, where you have like these ruined human cities and you're going multiple layers of dungeons and, you know, you don't know what you're going to find underneath all that. And to me, that's absolutely fascinating. I mean, especially when, you know, you can, you know, see some cities, you know, like that have Roman ruins and, you know, go beneath multiple layers and see, you know, different different eras in time really within you know 100 feet up and down and so like to be able to create that in a terrain aspect you know it would be it's kind of fun i mean like same like dark souls or whatever else where you have ruins on top of ruins on top of what's a failing civilization and then oh what would that look like and what's the danger of the goblin falling from point a to point b probably pretty high
0: (laughs) true true and uh and in terms of painting then are you mostly brush painting? Do you do airbrushing? Do you do a bit of everything?
2: Um, I, I have an airbrush. I use it occasionally. Um, I use a lot of um I've been using the artist opus uh brushes and I've been using um Windsor and Newton as well. The Windsor and Newtons I used back uh with Warhammer. Um they were they were good brushes, they're great watercolor brushes, but you know they they work very well for miniatures as well. And the uh, artist opus is very good too. Um, I also use a lot of cheap makeup brushes to do dry brushing, um, to do wet blending. Um, you know, I can go to Target and buy five of those for like you know three or four dollars. And you know what? They don't really last forever because they're made out of synthetic fibers, but they do the job for what you need it to. Um, and yeah, so it works works very very well. Um, I. I enjoy it thoroughly and, you know, I'm always happy to experiment with different, uh, different types of painting techniques.
0: Yeah, that's the, I often have ended up painting ahead just because I wanted to try something that I saw on YouTube or, you know, that maybe I was chatting to somebody about and they said, oh, I did it like this. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's often fun. And then often they might actually be the best things you paint, but you haven't actually had a plan where sometimes you sit down and go, all right, I want to do this head to match this figure to match this armor. Oh yeah. You get, you get in a funk over it. Whereas actually when you just go, I'm just going to, I'm just going to wet blend and see where it takes me.
2: Oh yeah. And that works. I, I, I remember I had a, I had an Aletheia figure that was kind of scuffed up a little bit and I'm like, well, what if I just took a contrast paint and painted the whole white flesh over with something else? And I, uh, I sent that to my friend uh, Ish for his show down in um, North Carolina, and it it went over very well. You know, it was it was uh, you know I made her almost look like one of the Gith Yankees from uh, from AD and D uh, first edition, the planar Adventure thing. So it's kind of what I've, I was going yeah, for. I've
0: seen that picture. It's kind of this goldish kind of yep. color, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And it you wouldn't almost on first sight you wouldn't realize that's an Alithia figure you know It's, it's almost 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 yeah. like i mean obviously you would see it but like first impression you go whoa what is that and you have it's, to say it's of, it's different and that's, sweet you
2: know, and with the part library that we have now i guess versus you know six seven years ago there's a lot there's a real there's a lot you can create i mean there's just a lot of things that can be you know mishmash together. I've used bird pieces on the 2.0 guys. I've used bird pieces on the 1.0, mixed them up together, you know, taking the skeleton like that Tupacali figure that they're going to be releasing with the uh, skeletal arms and legs. There's no reason that somebody shouldn't be making a giant centipede type creature with one of those things. And that's going to be probably what I do when I get those things is just take it apart and then put like skeletal wings on it make it look like a praying mantis on the front and, We'll see how it goes.
0: I just see Rich's brain now just churning here.
2: <laughs> this this, is, this my, is what my I,
3: brain's churning. My wallet's <laughs> running. Yeah,
2: no, I mean, you know, it's it keeps it fun, keeps it deranged. It's all right.
0: Oh yeah, I mean it, that's creativity. I mean, you know, like the four horsemen, very creative. Uh, obviously led by Eric Treadway, and uh, the community just picks up the baton and runs with it. Generally.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I had, a, I had a chance to chat with him during the uh, Aletheia intern for a day. And I just sat with him for a while asking him about, you know, the different Artemis designs and then the, uh, the designs from that into Aletheia. And, you know, it all made a whole lot more sense afterwards, just from a design standpoint. But, you know, the guy's got a fantastically beautiful imagination and you know i i think i think if he had a zero budget situation like you know budget was limitless it would be really cool to see what they came up with giant dragons maybe
0: for sure yeah i think it would be dangerous for all of our wallets <laughs> probably <laughs> you know we mightn't have to be pre-ordering these anymore if if they <laughs> had an unlimited budget but we'd have to be uh, shelling out the money all the same at the end yeah. of the day yeah very good, guys. Well, uh, Rich, do you want to take us through some of our uh, Road to Legions Con kind of questions? Indeed then, I will, guys? Yes.
3: So, Brian, what is your favourite mythic faction?
6: Alright, I'm horrible with all this stuff, so I actually sit there going through Source horsemen. and I'm like, okay, I like these people. So, I mean, I'm horrible with names too, so you'll have to forgive me if I mess up some That's names. That's fine, don't worry. Um, but I think after last year's Legion's Cons reveals and the All-Star 6, I'm kind of leaning towards uh, the Necronominous wave, I mean, uh, faction, Be- because skeletons are fun. They're, like, kind of easy just to kind of customize, pop and swap into other different things, and it's just, so I think I'm leaning that way overall. And then, like, close second was the theater wave, the uh, faction, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, right. yeah, yeah.
6: I'm sorry, I'm, like, really bad. <laughs> the demons and everything, yeah. Because goblins yes. and orcs, they're fun just Absolutely, the same way. Yeah.
3: And more about you, Dennis, what's your favorite mythic faction?
2: Oh, that's that's an almost impossible question, but I would say probably either the knights or Alethia, or possibly the forest dwellers. You know, it, it it changes, honestly, from day to day. Like, you know, so you look back at some of the old knights and then some of the knights that are coming up in the Necronomicus wave, they're just... They're absolutely stunning. And we're finally getting some of like, you know, the more fluted style armor that we hadn't gotten yet. And I'm like, okay, now that's going to be my favorite this time. But then I look back at like the Baron Voltegar, too, with that chest piece, you know, carved in there. I'm like, what if I took the fluted armor, smacked those arms on there, put on some of like the Red Shield Soldier pauldrons and just made like a completely Baroque knight. And so that's oh, wow. that's kind of like where I'm thinking, okay, it, it, it's, it's, it, it changes so quickly. You know, it's like springtime comes and immediately the elves are my favorite because I want to take pictures of them in my flower <laughs> yeah. beds. Winter comes, it's going to be, you know, probably Thalion Frostbow and, and Ragnar the Dwarf because they look good in the snow. So it changes very quickly.
0: And then Dennis just just uh, kind of little tangent from there, but... What do you think of the when they did the the chest piece now for the torso design? What do you think of that? I think it's awesome. Oh, for
2: which one? The uh, the.
0: But just just that they have the chest plate. That oh, it's you can phenomenal! Plug in. Yeah.
2: yeah, you can completely change a character looks without really having to to do a whole lot, and it's also it's 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 slimmer as it should be than you know a a chest plate because the chest plate you should have a bit of a rounder belly to you know ward off maces and swords and whatnot. But like the uh the one for the Gorgo two is, is phenomenal. The one yeah. for the Baron Voltagar is just absolutely stunning. But I think it lets Eric really focus on one specific aspect of the character and just present it phenomenally. Like the Monkey King one, that's hands down oh, one of my favorites yeah. too. Ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, I mean there's yeah. just there's there's so much good stuff and, and that can be attached there because you're not you're not going to see the back you're not going to see the arm area no but you are going to see that test piece and it's going to look really cool if you have all that on there
0: and then it also gives the 3d parts guys an opportunity to sculpt uh, just a little plate which means that yeah because i always thought that you know those 3d torsos were very fragile when you had the whole torso but when it's just a plate now the actual where the ball goes in and everything is still plastic and it actually works.
2: Yeah, I've never bad. had issues with the 3D torsos, and I probably have about maybe 200 of them. Um, and, you know, I, I've never really had any issues. If I have had issues, I've sent it back to the manufacturer and just said, hey, you know, turn this around and get me another one. And usually they can do it within a month. And that's not a big deal. But, you know, it, lar- lar- largely they've been pretty good. Um, you know, I think the issue or the bigger issue I've had with the three D torsos is getting the arms to lock in correctly. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, but that's good. That's that's something
2: yeah. you can do with either blue tack or yeah. you know, or potentially just heating it up and then ch- chilling it again and constricting it. So you know, there's 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 solutions for every problem, but sometimes those solutions aren't readily, you know, um they're not obvious, right?
0: True, true. But I think this just makes it a little bit easier for everybody.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, the part library keeps growing and growing. And that's that's going to, you know, every time you get a new leg piece, a new torso, new head, new arms, uh, pauldrons, you you open up exponentially the amount of possibilities that you can put forth. And, you know, that's, you know, I mean, just think about it, you know, just get every character test shot, sit around with a. You know, for an afternoon and see what you can come up with, you know, and just have fun with it. Oh yeah. That would be fun.
0: Yeah.
3: That would be fun. So the follow-on question then, Dennis, um bearing in mind what time of year it is probably. Which is your favorite mythic character?
2: Oh, Thalion Frostbow. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's that's easy. I just I just like the character. That's a great looking figure.
0: Yeah. And it is, is it is it the design or is it uh the story or is it Everything um
2: or? I think it's the color i think the 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 colors are are absolutely fantastic and i'd I'd imagine that her her voice would sound like Sypha's from castlevania uh Alejandro Reynoso. and um but i I just like the character a lot I thought it was you know kind of interesting and they they set it up for her to go on a a long journey and you know kind of like you know Frodo and Sam instead of its stallion and and uh Ragna it could be compelling. I don't know.
0: That, that's
4: good. In my yeah, own yeah. mind,
2: it is.
3: And the ice troll, of course.
2: <laughs> and the ice troll.
3: Excellent. And what about you, Brian? Uh, favorite mythic
2: figure? I'm going to have to
6: say, like, Regor, just because of his look. I don't really, I haven't really, like, followed up on any story or anything, but, like, uh, he's he's like, my grail. So he's always been that one that's been, like, I want him, but I'm I, I'm never going to own him. But I've recently been able to work out a trade that for a Dio for him. Bit after Legion's con, I'm going to start working on so a dial for game. somebody. So i finally finally right. That's one of the only ones I didn't think I was ever going to get. So he's always been like my favorite one. <laughs> but I have him, then i will probably change, <laughs> be somebody else. No, he's the next unobtainable. <laughs> <just win> <laughs>
0: yeah so you haven't sold that one yet rich that i uh, No, i
3: haven't john no if i did decide to sell it and i wouldn't but if i did you'd obviously get first as you took it in for me you'd obviously get first refusal. yeah so rich
0: had a a ragar shipped here from a fellow uh collector in the eu that didn't want to ship to the uk and i said i'd take it in because i i would have shipped it to him but i was heading over to him anyway um so i had Rhaegar in my possession for about a month um so I got a good look at him, at least. <laughs> but yeah, it looks, like, it looks uh,
2: really good with the red armor pieces from oh, the Furious Four. Look at that! And if yes. you don't want. If you don't oh want, yeah! If you don't want a bare yeah. naked Rhaegor running around in the winter.
3: That's
0: right, yeah, because he has the bare arms. Yeah,
2: that works really awesome. well, Dennis. I yeah. like that. Yeah, well, the red's actually pretty close to the cloth.
3: Brilliant! Brilliant. Excellent. And what about what about cosmic then, Brian? Did you have a favorite cosmic figure?
6: Uh, the first wave that we have gotten so far um they all look really cool and all but like I've been like messing around with the sentry a lot just cuz like the possibilities with it you know like the customization possibilities and after seeing like a lot of the stuff that Curtis has been doing with them and, and just probably that one just solely on the like that's the a, possibilities That's, that's
3: a great figure. Yeah, I flooded my uh group so chat with John O'Malley a couple of weeks back yeah. with pretty much every single mythic painted mythic legion's head I had on a sentry body game. Does this work? Does this work? Does this work? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we didn't say no very often. I'm no, there were some, some things that worked really well. Worked yeah. it, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Anything
3: can be an alien, you know? And what about you, Dennis? you have a favorite cosmic?
2: Um, yeah, that tall alien guy that's in the second wave. Ah, yeah. um, uh, I- yes. I, I-, 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 I got Cipton. to see him at the um, at the release uh, a couple of years ago. And I was immediately thinking of taking like, you know, like the vampire, um, the extra vampire head that comes with the vampire knight and then the the head pack and making huge ghouls, like just really giant. Oh, undead. Nice. Yeah, because that's who wouldn't do that, right?
0: Yeah, who wouldn't, who wouldn't do it now after hearing right. <laughs> that? Yes.
2: I, I saw that and I was thinking, I'm like, I'm making giant zombies. This is going to be fantastic. You know, like like you know, like the ghouls from The Witcher, where they just like run super fast and oh, yeah, catch yeah. You and tear you apart and whatnot. So it's probably that, yeah.
3: Oh wow, I cannot wait to see that, Dennis. Oh yeah. Well, fingers crossed, you might even have Cosmic's um, at Legions Con, so Cosmic Wave Two rather, at Legions Con. So I,
2: I think we're going to be seeing a lot of really cool stuff at Legions Con. I think, in addition to what we already know, it's going to be there. I have, I have a, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of cool stuff there. So, bring bring money, bring cash.
3: Oh, do
0: cash and cash, is, and and cash is
2: king with all that cash.
3: <laughs> well, that take, takes us lovely into the. It's almost like we planned this into the um, the next question. So, what are what are you most looking forward to with Legions Con? Then, Dennis, apart from selling things to people.
2: Um. So, well, selling things to people is obviously up there. Because you got to pay for the trip, but um, no, I, I'm looking forward to seeing seeing my friends again, having a good time, you know, seeing what other people bring. I mean, there's there's just a, there's a lot of really good creative energy. Um, I'm I'm hoping not to see anybody with COVID. Um, that would be really yeah, really that would nice be nice yeah. Year,
0: um, uh, we'd all we'd all be down for that.
2: Yeah, but you know, I I you know, you want everybody to stay healthy and and you know, and I guess like the the big thing you know that I I, I always hit on. And I mentioned this to some friends at PowerCon. Is just, you know, look out for each other. If you see somebody that's not doing good, or somebody that's struggling, or not feeling well, you know, take take a take a minute out. You're not going to miss anything by by being kind. You're not going to miss anything by, you know, you know, helping a buddy out or whatever else. Just make sure everybody's okay. That's all.
3: That's a brilliant point, Dennis. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. And Brian, what about you? What are you most looking forward to at LegionsCon? Con?
6: Well, like, last year when I went to Legion's Con, I knew of people, but I didn't really know people. So I was I was learning people, you know, learning people's names, matching names of faces, you know. I've seen this kind of Facebook and like, this, that, you know, but, like, and I was still kind of socially awkward. So I didn't really branch out to meet those people that too much. But since then, I've actually had a lot more interactions through Facebook and stuff because I've been trying to get more, like, build up my name a little bit more with all the stuff I've been working on through the cabal and things like that. So, like, and then PowerCon, that just happened in August. Like, I got to meet more people, and a lot of those other people that I met before and others I haven't started coming up to me and, you know, started making more relationships with those people. Like, I have met Dennis for the first time at PowerCon in August. That's like, I knew I knew of Dennis, and, well, I didn't have a chance to introduce myself to him last year because, you know, all the issues he had getting there, and by the time everything was going on, I just didn't have a chance to get over to him. But, like, that was my first time meeting him, and it's... I'm just looking forward to getting to see everybody and actually getting a chance to talk to people that I've had a chance to actually build a relationship with since last Legion's gone and just experience the whole thing. Again, it's just going to be so much fun. Now that like, now that I know more people this time around and like a lot more people have like more, a yeah. better bearing of what yeah. I make and everything. Yeah, that's a very good point.
0: So, And uh, the, you know, you know people now. You know, you're gonna be walking in going, Oh, how's it going? How's how have you been? You know, kinda whereas last year you were kinda going, Oh, you know, I'm Brian, how are you Right, like last year <laughs> yeah.
6: like I I we didn't even listen to the My Wife's podcast or anything. We didn't know those guys. Oh wow. Like I had okay. A, my friend Chris James okay. was always like, Hey, you gotta check out these guys and like, Okay, cool, yeah. but we never really did podcasts. And then like on our way to like Legion's Con, I was uh My wife's like, why don't we put one of those on and see what it's like? Or no, we went and we saw them. We were right across the aisle from them and we saw them a bunch and they're hilarious, just watching them and hearing them and everything. And then on the way home, we started listening to their podcast and now it's like our thing. Like We go to the grocery store, we put them on and it's like (laughs) and then this year, like since then, I've actually sold a couple things to Travis and stuff and at PowerCon, we talked to Pete and Travis and Jeremy a bit more. So it's like you know, we're slowly starting to learn who they are. And like, it's, it's just awesome. Like the community is awesome, just because of that, you know, just everybody knows everybody. And it's a big family, pretty much.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's how we kind of got like, I met Mal in the elevator going down the, like <laughs> to breakfast the first morning, and we didn't know each other from anyone. And the first person I met I said this on one of our episodes. Was a was a Brit? So, so you know, <laughs> imagine like you're you gone to America and the first person you meet the mor the morning you you go down because uh, I got in late the night before is is a fellow person that's crossed the Atlantic in a plane. You're like, okay. So I was like, okay, let's go to breakfast. You know, this is a great icebreaker. And then I I kind of knew the guys a, a bit. The my wife guys I hadn't met them, but I mean, followed their show and. Uh, I kinda, They kind of knew what I looked like from kind of, I think I we talked on Zoom or something at some stage, they did a couple of Zoom calls over COVID or whatever. Um, so they kind of knew what I looked like or whatever. So I saw, we we had breakfast and then I saw them come in and kind of sit down for breakfast, like, come on, come on, I'm just going to go over and introduce ourselves. We just have to do it like that. And then like five minutes later, we're just kind of sitting in the middle of them having breakfast and kind of like, you know, part of the crew, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's kind of how it went. And then from there on, it's kind of easy, you know, but it was literally just that first little step. And like, obviously well, lucky to meet I've got people, to say, you know? though,
4: without you, John, I wouldn't have done that. I, I'm, a, Brian, a bit like you in the sense of I'm not the most sort of socially kind of forthright. Let's say that, you know, i, I bit nervous about going up to people and just be like hey how you doing although having gone over there i was like i've got to do this i've got to you know put myself out there but without john i don't think i'd have had the sort. of well, i mean us
0: irish we'll talk to anyone you know <laughs> even guys from michigan <laughs> you'll also
3: drink with anyone eh john
0: <laughs> well i mean it was very early in the morning now so i wasn't going to be at that crack but yes yes i would yes
2: uh, I would, the bar yeah. at the shannon airport opens around 4 30 in the morning
0: Ooh. <laughs> happy days yeah and there's an irish bar in the in legions con 2023 which is very very dangerous uh, proposition oh, i'm, not, I'm
4: gonna be dangerous. ashamed of myself.
2: that's not dangerous yeah, I gonna say, i'm gonna be ashamed of myself if <laughs> might be dangerous for the wallet seriously how many takes of guinness does it does it pints of guinness does it take to get a little wobbly it's a lot <laughs> i don't think we're gonna have that much time
0: but just Three or four might make me buy way more there you stuff. Go. There. There you go. Mal is on the Guinness. Good man, Mal. I'm on the <laughs> wine. I mean, I'm foreign now. I'm, I'm from Luxembourg now. So I, we I'll, have, I'll, I'll they, they grow wine now. here. So so I, I, I've had to switch. Yeah, <laughs> buy local. You know, that's my motto. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is when you have two or three pints at lunchtime, you go back into the to the con floor and you're like throwing dollars everywhere.
2: Well, yeah for, for for me it's like um and I know for a lot of exhibitors like people want to go out and do stuff afterwards but it's just like I've been up for 14 yeah. hours I've been you know dealing with people and and dealing with people's not bad I'm not I'm not a very extroverted person at all but you know it's legions con so I can you know muster it up but it's it does take a lot out of people so I
0: I saw those pictures from PowerCon. you were having a great time my friend I wasn't
2: exhibiting I wasn't working
0: But you were social as hell, by the Um, looks of those pictures.
2: Give or take.
5: (laughs) Ah.
0: Ah, That's that's
2: also being around a bunch of people I've known for a while, too.
0: Exactly, yeah. So that's all it is, you know, that
2: helps. But exhibiting is a different story because you're there, you're actually working.
0: (laughs) And so do you have anyone helping you at the booth this year, Dennis? I
2: do, I do. My friend Steve Sykes will be helping me out, so...
0: Ah, oh, yeah, I've um, seen Steve. I know Steve yeah, by I might, name might have at one or least. two others, I'm not
2: sure yet. But um, yeah, it should be it should be good. Um, you know, we'll see we'll see how it goes. And you know, and you know, Dave and Stephanie Orkin have always been helpful with me in the past. Um, you know, getting stuff to the venue and whatnot. So hopefully, we should Brilliant. be in good shape, and you know, won't be too difficult. But you oh, that's know, good. We'll, that's we'll, good. we'll get through it either way.
0: Yeah, no, you need to help Dennis, folks, so that he can get out for a pint at lunchtime with us.
2: I, I am probably not going to be leaving my... my. You can you can bring pints over.
0: Oh, yeah, we'll do that, too.
4: Yeah, pints yeah. Pints we can do that. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll enable you. Put it in a coffee <laughs> cup so
2: nobody can see you. <laughs> <America's> <laughs> gonna you a oh, pints. you have the
0: brown pepper bag rule over there, don't you, for drinking outside?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah.
6: And Brian, are you going
3: to have... Is your wife going to be there helping you again this year? Yep,
6: my partner in crime will be helping me out this time around too. Good. I'm I mean it's the least she could do. She's the one to put me down this path, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well this yeah, that's true. true.
0: You have established true. that for us, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like uh, my wife's a teacher, so she, you know, it's it's actually in school term, so she can't come. And and we have kids as well, so it would be very messy. But she's a great salesperson. She works these kind of local fairs for, you know, different groups here. So I'd love to have her in the booth because she'd sell, she'd sell crazy to anybody. <laughs> you know, a bit of charm, a bit of smile, a bit of upselling, <laughs> a bit of, you know, I'll throw that in, I'll throw that in. Yeah, yeah, I'll just buy one more of those, I'll throw it in. And, you know, next thing you know, they've dropped it a 100 quid and you, and you, they were only wanting to drop 50. <laughs> that's
2: that's what you have to do. You've got to hustle. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. They, they be, they'll be missing out.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get there, guys. We, we can't be these reserved Brits, you
3: know. Oh, are you sure you want that? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to charm them all with our accents, John. them me.
0: <laughs> we'll start with Malcolm, then we'll go to me, and then we'll go back to you. So, you know, it'll yeah. be good, bad indifferent. I might
3: be slurring by the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. can, I, can I just check? You, you just went the good, the bad, and then you're looking at me, so the ugly. So cheers to cheers that, John. Yeah, that's... I said indifferent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We know <laughs> what I'm mean.
2: yeah. Right?
3: yeah,
0: Right, get us back on
3: track here, Rich. Come on. <laughs> so, Brian, are you looking, you might not be, but are you looking to pick anything up from anybody else at the con or looking to see what people have got in particular?
6: My goal is to get something from David Williams um he's 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 become a really good Mm -hmm. friend uh he's supported me for a while and all my diorama stuff and everything he's bought from me before and like pretty much if i'm working on something he's one of the first people i'll send like a a little picture to be like dude what's this look like you know so i definitely i one of my main goals is i i have to get something from david williams this time around just because you know play pay it back you know supporting him as well um yeah David's
3: an amazing guy. He um, he invited me to intern, so I'm his plus one. Um, yeah, we we get on really well. Me and David. So he's a, he's a top guy. Yeah,
6: it's kind of funny. Like I met him last year, like for the first time. He's bought from me before, and then like I saw him walk past me. I was like, "Do you have an Iron Giant tattoo?" <laughs> and then it just became this big thing. And like we got this little running gag. It's like my I sent a picture of it to my son, and he's like, "Whoever has that tattoo is a legend." So it's like. <laughs> If you ever see, like, me make a comment on one of his posts saying that's freaking legendary or something like that, it's the running gag. Just, it's, it's, ah, it's
0: the running uh, gag. Okay. okay, I'll be hearting all those comments in future.
6: <laughs> but um, that's the first thing I want to do for sure is just get something from him. Um,
0: you got to be careful now because Rich is his plus one, so Rich will have scooped up all the good stuff.
3: the only thing i'm getting from david for definite is i'm going to nick his painted bust from intern i do a terrible job on mine i'm just going to swipe his
6: but other than that like it's i don't know Uh, it's it's there's a lot to drink in and uh, other than that i don't really have like a base plan yet of where i want to go and what i want to hit
3: yeah and what about you dennis is there anybody work in particular you're maybe looking to get or to i'm I'm
2: looking looking forward to seeing everybody's stuff i don't don't know you know i I think with the the hard thing that i think people don't really understand with um people that are exhibiting is with setup with you know doing the display all that stuff it it is a killer amount of work like it's you know it the, the setup is a lot the takedown is a lot you know, making sure everything works is extraordinarily difficult. Like I had to, you know, I got there late last time and I had to chase Jeremy down for, for power stuff. And then, you know, it, so it ended up being a lot more haphazard. So, you know what, I'll stay at my station until I have a lull or some free time. And then I'll hopefully get out and look around a little bit. But, um, you know, it's like, okay, first priority has got to be getting everything together everything looking decent and then then if we get five minutes to breathe first things first go to the bathroom second things get a beer then go look around at stuff priorities, <laughs> priorities.
6: empty
0: the tank <laughs> fill the tank <laughs> Dennis, see, you could become our you could become part of our crew and with that attitude you know you want to be careful <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice well, I, I haven't been back over there in seven years so oh while.
0: man well we're happy to have you whenever you want well, one way or another
2: uh, I, met, I met some good people from over there so it's been oh good. yeah
0: yeah we love we love visitors we love showing people and we love showing off you know <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> look at our beautiful place and Mal is if you're into Lord of the Rings Mal is uh literally in Lord yeah. of the Rings where he lives oh nice Yep. Yeah. um
4: Sarehole Mill just down the well in Birmingham just down the road is um very cool You know, it's part of the lore and part of what uh, Tolkien-based some of it on. So, yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Birmingham is – it's underrated. It may not be – well, it's a very good place to stay for you to get to places like Stratford-upon-Avon and uh, all those places very easily, very quickly. So, yeah, yeah. A good place to visit if any uh anyone ever wants to visit
0: <laughs> yeah we were, we were selling it already to jeremy gerard when we had him on so yeah. <laughs> yeah, we I can see. make it a group trip we and we'll eventually get legions gone europe you know <laughs> all,
2: you gotta, all you gotta do is let walter know and somebody gets him a ticket and he'll, he'll, break
0: he'll come it. and promote us yeah, oh, yeah i have no doubts about that we're well, so doing
3: the touristy thing then north wales all the castles <laughs> in north wales <laughs> Oh yeah. having driven driven back from there earlier today only a five-hour drive so nothing compared to yours dennis but uh you know it's castle after castle after castle yeah so that's some great oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Pretty i pretty nearly cool. ran the car wow. off the highway driving up through there after visiting you guys on the way to the ferry to get across to, to the old sod nice. uh, what a spot what a spot yeah yeah beautiful
3: so in terms of what you're actually going to have then, Dennis at Legion's Con, what sort of stuff can people expect to see at your table?
2: I'm going to have a lot of custom figures. Um, you know, right now I have about 40 done, I'm hoping to have another 60 done. Um, some dime 60. What's that?
0: 60. So you, we're we're what 2 months away from Legion's Con, you're going to do Wow. Awesome, man.
2: Yeah. Impressive. Well, you have to remember I got a lot of parts, you know, already warehoused. I have a lot of parts that are already taken apart yeah. and painted. You know, know, I'm trying to move away from selling, you know, painted heads and painted chess pieces. Um, You know, I think, you know, it's it's I think it's fun for me to create an entire character with a backstory. Um, You know, whether or not that's too intrusive into somebody else's Mythic Legions thing, you know, that's fine. But, you know, a lot of the times people are like, well, what is this head supposed to go on? Where where is what what, what am I supposed to do? That's the tricky bit. Yeah. And, you know, of course, the proper responses go well you can't really say that but um but the thing is is what you want to do is you wanna you know give some give somebody something that they can you know use in their own world and, and and you know that and that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Um creating a lot of weapons too. Um but yeah mostly just you know complete complete characters.
3: Brilliant.
0: So, Brilliant
2: oh, I can't wait to see what you got there Dennis. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Richard's got his shopping <laughs> bag empty. He'd be walking up to you to fit it.
3: <laughs> my, with my IKEA bags. We were in IKEA a couple of days ago, and I bought three bags. <laughs> bring up in preparation. So, um, yeah, oh, those big oh, massive,
2: massive bags that massive, huge bags. I got a couple <laughs> of those. I've used, I've used those before. But like some of the guys bring carts. The carts are really good.
0: Oh yeah, if you don't if have you to wasn't... go on an airplane afterwards, though, that's the problem. Yeah, you can. Yeah, if I could get there and <laughs>
3: Interesting. (laughs) This is where I turn up the truck, isn't it? I just, I just hired the truck. Absolutely. Uh, And what about you, Brian? What sort of stuff can people expect to see on your uh, lot of torches? (laughs) Um,
6: That's the main thing. I'll have like twenty-three different styles this year. Last year I had nine. Um, Whoa! I'm also bringing. uh, I'll have twelve of these foam mugs.
0: Oh, these massive foam mugs. I saw that on your yeah, Instagram. I, really I meant to, I meant to bring it up. Put a yeah, solo cup in amazing.
6: it. Use it if you want to, or nicer nicer paintbrush cup, the paint brushes cup and type things like that. Brilliant. Um, I will have some dioramas. Not a lot because of time, but I'll have like a few of them. Um, I'm also working on that big dial that I've posted a couple times in the cabal. It's yes. been a process so far. <laughs> it's uh probably about a month and a half of work on it so far but i'm getting close to being done with it but uh other than that that's pretty much it so when you when
0: you when you spend your hard earned dollars you know you realize what work these people put into the stuff guys you know that's that's actually something we're
2: not we're not we're not getting rich off this stuff but um
0: oh no it's to pay it's to cover the cost of the trip that's that's what i'm that's why i'm selling to be honest Absolutely. And for the love of it, to give me a reason to paint more, to be honest, because I love painting. It's,
6: it's always a lot of fun just to see the reactions to the worlds that you make and, like, the characters mm. and things like that. Like, just seeing the reactions of people, like, even, like you guys said earlier, like, the pictures don't do it justice on, like, the figures and, like, like even last year with Leland, uh, he sent me pictures of everything he was bringing and I was like, those are awesome. And then seeing them in person, it was like a whole other, you know, level of awesome for him it's just i don't it's i really can't wait to see like the reactions to the big diorama because i'm really trying my hardest on it and it's going to be on leland's table showing off all of his customs so i'm like really looking forward to that main thing but pretty much everything else i'll have is torches <laughs> that's my main thing
3: so will that big diorama be modular then brian so somebody buys it they can
6: get it's it two back- pieces yeah <laughs> Um, okay. It was, modular. it was one solid yeah. piece, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I started like making it and then I wasn't even sure if I was able to get into my car anymore. So I figured if I kind of break it in half, it might work out a little easier. So me and my son one night sat there and it's like, all right, pull, pull, pull. <laughs> it's just crack. I was like, all right, it works right. <laughs> uh, what age is your son? That one was the 13 year old to help me. <laughs> Okay, he was, that's a nice age.: He was so scared to um, do that too. He's like, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Dad told you to do it.
0: You're fine. And and just tell us, uh, just, just so people have an idea, the torches, how do they actually work? So they light yeah, they, up, isn't um, that
6: right? They have a wire. They run to a little battery pack, a little coin battery. Um, and just a little battery pack that you flip a switch on. You can wire it. If you have a diorama, you can actually like run the wire down through the diorama. Or you can hide it off to the side, depending on how you want to use it. If you want to just use it for photography,
0: and it's a little—you can replace oh, yeah, the yeah. coin battery yourself. Yeah, they're not—they're not, they're not yeah. expensive
6: yeah. or anything. You can get a bunch of them on eBay, on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. But it's
0: and it's easy. You you just have yeah, it in yeah. a little uh, a little tray, or you something. just open it up, pop it out. Cool. It. So mm-hmm. yeah.
3: And these go in all sorts of sizes, uh, Brian. So you'll have what handheld, uh, three hand-held torches. And...
6: torches. I'm I I maybe. Nine or ten different wall torches. Like five or six tall ones. Four medium ones. And if I have time, I may have some of my staffs that I've been working on. See how Poxus is coming. I've been trying to get these figured out. But it might be.
5: It might not be there
6: for Legion's Con. I'm not sure yet. It might be shortly after.
0: So this is a kind of very sl- long yeah. slim staff with a torch on the end of it for.
6: And I'm going to do like different colors of these so they'll it'll glow blue and green and I'm kind of trying to do different staff designs and everything like that. Okay.
0: And what and what is the yeah, what is the flame kind of part of it what's yeah, that made of? Is really that resin it or? or
6: Okay. Yeah. And clear and then, whatever. Well the flames are like they print clear and uh, they print clear and then I kind of airbrush it on and make it look more like a flame and if you don't have it lit up
3: excellent well uh, yeah you we've already chatted about torches have not we brian a while back on the uk group so i will definitely pick up awesome. a up from you oh yeah, yeah and yeah. dennis expect I'll me to see be, me at your table as well
2: yeah please, definitely dennis yeah you <laughs> yeah,
0: like i think brian said yeah it was it was difficult to to get a chat with you last year because of your circumstances with the flight delay so i'm uh, rushed yeah uh, it'll be great this year to to have a bit more time hopefully and as we're exhibitors as well we might have a little chat on the friday night where things are a little bit more chill in terms of the setup
2: well yeah i'm kind of curious i I heard friday night last year was a bit of a mess um but uh i fortunately wasn't there um but yeah hopefully it'll be a little bit easier going this year we'll see yeah
0: fingers crossed fingers crossed very good well are we are we good for that boys Shall we let guys i think we are yes yeah. right Yep. well thanks very much for joining us for uh this episode of the uh, religion podcast
2: yeah thanks gentlemen uh, i appreciate it yeah it i am gonna go to make a dinner <laughs> now
0: awesome awesome well i'm going to go and uh go to bed because <laughs> later <laughs> <laughs> Same here. All right, see you. so thanks cheers